Injured in a car accident? It's about money. Your money. Your settlement. We cap attorney's fees at 30% of the first million. Any recovery above that is all yours. No recovery? You pay no fees or costs. We strive to get you more at LawyerUp904.com. Go tell on a Thursday morning. It's a Customs Treat Surgeons Thursday, and we're ready to get you through it here. Officially transitioning to this part of, of the NFL year, we've, we've told you that stuff is coming up. We can get a little bit more you know, definite. The Senior Bowl's Fed 4. So what are we talking about? Week from Saturday? Next week will be a big week of scouting as the top seniors gather for the most part uh, all of them in Mobile, Alabama so we'll get some ideas coming out of there uh, then it's on to the NFL Combine in Indianapolis, that's a little bit later in, in February obviously a very uh, important slot on the NFL calendar for good or bad you know <laughs> You almost feel doing this year after year after year after year that there's some inflation and deflation due simply to, you know, some combine times and some measurements that uh, you know, perhaps in hindsight shouldn't have been used. And then again, there are those cases where it's it's a wow moment that plays out like that. We had avoided a talking draft talk all year long shout out Jags round of applause thank you very much very very happy to not be looking at mock drafts in early December appreciate it but now uh, lo and behold we're here and some of the mock drafts that we um track would obviously include Mel Kuyper old Mel buddy he'd been doing it for a long time hadn't he he he'd been at it for a minute I mean Mel Kuyper now when when I, you know, I I mean, I may be like in college when Mel Kuyper started doing that on ESPN. I mean, you got to go way back. There are cl- aren't there clips of him? Could there be clips of him in the Elway draft? I think there. What's that? Eighty three? Yeah, probably. Dang, and his hair was still the same, wasn't Pretty it? Pretty much. Pretty much, man. Um, his mock draft, the official first. Don't forget, it's only thirty one picks, so you're gonna get a. You're gonna get. Raised up a spot. I guess in the Jags case, it'd be in round two, right? We would have picked after the Dolphins um, uh, regardless, but they lost that pick because of the tampering with um, the alleged, well, I guess not alleged, you took the penalty. Uh, Sean Payton and, and other issues. But so the mock comes out yesterday for, for Mel Kuyper, and we've talked about this a little bit. What direction do you go with that first pick? Uh, is, is there any outside chance you would be aggressive? Package that? What do we decide, E? 24, right? 24. I mean, what, is, is there a world where you would package that first round pick and, you know, something in the future, either in this year's draft or moving forward, if there's a guy that you really love that's, you know, fallen into that 10 to 15 range. I, you wouldn't think so, but it's certainly not inconceivable. If they could somehow, listen, think about the players that have been found 10 to 15 in recent NFL history. 
Micah Parsons, Aaron Donald. You know, that that's a spot there. That 10 to 15, the quarterback-hungry teams have moved up, the very top of the class at important positions like offensive tackle and corner, and somehow J.J. Watt, wouldn't he be another? I mean, there is some uber talent available there, 10 to 15 historically along the defensive line, and this opinion can vary as we move along. Free agency may or may not address it, but I find the, the, the pass rush and the defensive line play, to me, watching every game is a bigger need to me than corner. I, I mean, I, I just... I would have to agree. I, I, you know, I'm not saying we're all world, but we're 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 at least average at cornerback. And I don't know how it would grade out, but I would have to think with the way it played out by the end of the year where Williams took one of those outside spots. With Darius Williams and Tyson Campbell, I would say the Jags are above average at corner. Again, I don't know what any specific ranking would say right now, but that's what I think. And I think the D-line is 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 below average. I think that's played out in their numbers. If we could somehow, you know, again, find that guy on the D-line who can be um, a force. You know, we haven't, we haven't had any forces. And, and we went through the double-digit sacks. We'll have to revisit just how impotent the Jags pass rush has been historically. It's, it's hard to think that you're going to find that impact guy at 24. But maybe you can. And, uh, by the way, if the mock drafters are right, um, maybe it's not a D-lineman because you keep seeing corner. And I don't know if that's just an outside perspective, taking into account how valuable players still on the board would be at 24. But if we go back to Mel Kuyper's draft, we'll skip some of the other, I thought, interesting notes. We'll circle back to them including four quarterbacks in the top nine. That's what I'm talking about. But if you go all the way down uh, to number 24 where the Jaguars will pick, Mel Kuyper hands them a cornerback out of Maryland, a kid named Deontay Banks. Um, look, I, Mel seems to get it from this standpoint. Um, after winning the AFC South, shouldn't they be the early favorites to win it again? Trent Balky did a nice job filling holes last offseason, but the past uh, the pass rush was still mediocre. The off-ball linebackers struggled badly in coverage, and there's an open corner spot opposite Tyson Campbell. I, now, the only disagreement I'd say there is I don't think there's an open spot. I think Don't you think Darius Williams is the starting corner next year? Season opener, right? With a strong cornerback class, though, in this draft, Alkin Company could target Banks, man coverage defender, blah, blah, blah. Tells you what a good player he is. That would make five cornerbacks off the board in round one in his mock draft by the time we get to the 24th pick. Then he uh, adds another position to keep an eye on, his tight end, where Evan Egram's a free agent. And then he, it is a deep tight end class. In fact, I saw somebody's ranking put D-line, you know, edge rusher, corner, and tight end as the three deepest positions in the draft. Oh, well, hello. Thank you. So my, my it, look, if, if the Jags are on this cornerback train as much as the mock drafters put them there, and look, mock drafters vary by their effectiveness. Some talk to agents and front offices and get a more clear idea that way. Others just you know, place the value to their perceived need. 
As for D linemen, edge rushers, and we're talking edge, right? ET, we don't have a huge. I mean, ultimately, it looks like it might not be a bad play to move Trayvon Walker inside on a four-three, right? We've Absolutely, heard, we've heard him talking about that. And if he can't be a straight-up pin your ears back, get to the quarterback. A defender from the edge position, well, let's put him somewhere where it's acceptable to get four to six sacks and bring a, a missile coming from the spot that he was occupying. Man, hire us right now. Um, So, uh, guys that are, and again, these values are going to fluctuate greatly based on how we started today with those scouting sessions that are coming up, senior bowl and combine. But um, Byron Young, who's, who's uh, that slash defensive end linebacker, um, out of Tennessee. So uh, that, you know, could be a name that ends up hovering around that spot. Uh, after the Jaguars pick, uh, you get Derek Hall from Auburn, another SEC player, same thing, defensive end, outside linebacker type. Um, Isaiah Foskey out of Notre Dame goes 29, same deal, defensive end, outside linebacker. If somehow, man, identify and find Who's going to be Micah Parsons? There's always that guy who, who falls outside of the top 10 who makes a lot of teams regret they didn't, that they passed on him. There's a lot of guys. You've got to have a year where we find that guy, especially if we're going to struggle getting the production you would expect from these real high picks. And again, that's documented earlier this week with the sack, or should I say lack of sack totals uh, coming from those positions. So uh, Senior Bowl will be up first. That means we'll get uh, we'll get a lot of Insight and reaction next week as we count down to that game and then the combine just a little bit later uh, this month. Then it's free agency in March and away we go. So uh, just thinking back to something I said preseason. When I so boldly, and as it turns out, accurately predicted the Jags to win 10 games to go 10 and 7. They laughed at me, E.T. We've we've talked about that. (laughs) They laughed. They put it on YouTube and laughed at me. Come on, bring your comments. Look at this idiot. And it wasn't just stick, you know, bit. It wasn't. I and but here's why I did it. I believed in Trevor Lawrence, and I remember the way I kind of positioned that going in. Going into this year was the last year you could go on blind faith. And I said then, by by the time we get to next year at this time. We're going to know one way or the other. You're going to have a much stronger feeling one way or the other on Trevor Lawrence than we did going into last year. So I bought into what, to the Trevor Lawrence who had won at every step he'd been, performed at the very highest level, was a number one pick that, that only came along every 10 years or so. I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I choose to stay optimistic about how that process is going to play out. And as far as preseason predictions go, it served me well. And now, here we are, when we go into next offseason, we will make our picks on the season record and our opinions on how good the Jaguars are going to be with a lot more conviction than we did a year ago, whether it was to the good or the bad. And I don't believe there'll be a lot of, you know, 6-11 and 11 predictions rolling in next year. So that optimism, which hasn't uh, worked for me real well in my history as a sports fan, but that optimism served me well. And the one big thing about what I said back in August has absolutely played true. This is the last offseason you can just go in with some blind faith and optimism. By this time next year, you're going to have a much stronger opinion one way or the other. 
through through six, eight games this year. <laughs> that was still debatable on how you were going to feel about Trevor Lawrence. It'd be you'd be hard pressed to find anybody who would like to go in a different direction at quarterback. And this is this has shown up for a while. You know, we first we first broached this subject six weeks ago, and it was this. Aren't many guys you would trade Trevor Lawrence for. That's the bottom line. We rank guys and we value them, but when we're all sitting around the bar or, or, or the table or, you know, wherever we are talking sports, the ultimate day, at, at, at the end of the day, you slot guys and how you, would, how you would have them, how you would take them. Who would you take for them? And right now, for Trevor Lawrence, straight up at the quarterback position, it's the at this point, I got to be honest. I'm not sure it's not just now, Burrow Mahomes. I'm not sure I want. I'm not sure I want Josh Allen in the three or four years that he is older, and the and 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 some you know now failures in the postseason. Not that he failed specifically, but the Bills haven't advanced. I, I would be disappointed, et. I would be disappointed if four years from now. The Jags haven't made a Super Bowl run. You know, and you look back to Josh Allen, who made the playoffs for the first time in 19, 19, 20, 21, 22. That's four years now. And they did get to the AFC Championship game one year, I believe. But that's as far as they've been. So, I mean, is the list now just Mahomes, Burrow? That's all. The, it, that sounds about right, you man. Know? And again, even those deals, you're sacrificing three years. Three years. For, forget what. How long you've been in the league? Talk about what your birth certificate says. We got a dude whose birth certificate says 23. 23. And he had that birth. Did he not? When, when is that birthday? Wasn't it in the season even? Yeah, October 6th. Yeah. I mean, it's going to start next season 23 year, years old. There'll be guys coming out of college in the draft that are as old as him. No more need for blind optimism and faith in, in Trevor. Now it's just how high can the ceiling be? What can they put together? All right, when we come back on the other side, in the context, in the frame of perhaps being aggressive around the draft. I'm not going to be Debbie Downer here. This isn't going to be a mush, but it is going to be just a, just a little bit of tap in the brakes reality check on the state of things next year as they stand right now and, and what we expect them to look like. Just a little bit of pulling back on the reins with a point to be made. So we'll, we'll do that. Uh, we've got news from championship game weekend, the big news in Kansas City, all eyes on Patrick Mahomes and that right ankle and, and you know, will he be ready? Will he be effective? The Patrick Mahomes that played against the Jaguars after the injury will not beat the Bengals. They made some plays. The Jags have no one to blame but themselves. Left guys way too wide open for an immobile, hobbling quarterback. He was able to fit some things in that. But if he were healthy now, he, we talked about this. I think we, our defense would have been riddled a little more than it was. You don't see Patrick Mahomes miss open receivers, you know, three feet wide and short until he figured out just what he was dealing with with that back uh, plant leg. If that guy, if, if, if that effectiveness shows up against the Bengals on Sunday, well, uh, it's Burrowhead Stadium, and Joe's going to be 4-0 uh, against the Chiefs, I think. And that's if he can play. Well, I'll let you know what he said exactly on that when we 
come back on the other side as well. All right, I'm going to uh, also have to square up with Dan Hicken today. I'll explain that. I'm going to include another offer in this bet payout um, a little bit later this morning as well. And I'll remind you just what that 20-spot heading his way uh, is all about when we come back on the other side as well. So appreciate you 6 o'clockers being up and at him with us, dude. We get it, right? The grind is on for us 6 o'clockers. We got guys in REM sleep right now, okay? They, <laughs> that REM. They can handle things a little bit later today. That's okay. We'll get this city up and running. We'll get the area up and going. You know what? About 2.33 today, where all those boys are watching the clock, and we'll be tipping back a cold one, won't we? So, uh, appreciate you out there today. 641-1010, that's the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. Also, the phone number here at the radio station. And as always, you can reach us via the, uh, via the email at the drill at 1010XL.com. All right, back here on the drill. You know, we talked yesterday that your boy Eli Apple is kind of like Patrick Beverly, and there aren't a lot of those guys in sports who, who run it outside of the competition. Even golf has tiptoed into super celebrating at times, right? You've seen Ryder Cups where, in fact, we saw famously Rory McIlroy against Patrick Reed in a Ryder Cup. And, and they started shushing each other, like wanted to make a big pipe. It was Reed primarily, who at that time, believe it or not, we called Captain America. My how perceptions have changed. But like Reed gave the, he made a big long putt, won a hole, and he gave the shush, you know, the sign. And then Rory made one later. He kind of did the same thing. But like we were saying yesterday on those other professional sports, you usually stay between the ropes. Although maybe golf has gotten a little snippier than others. We've seen Kepka and, and, you know, DeChambeau go at it on Twitter and others. So maybe even golf steps outside of that more than, uh, than some other professional sports. But I've got a guy now. I found a guy who I would put in the Patrick Beverly, Eli Apple category. Patrick Reed. Right? Reed has been on an idiotic rampage. And I don't use that term lightly. He's been on an irrational, idiotic rampage since he left for the Live Tour. And he just can't. You know, he can't deal with all of the, by the way, deserved dislike he's gotten from things that have nothing to do with live. Patrick Reed had the cheating scandal. Look, you can you Google it yourself. Patrick Reed is in a bunker at a tournament, and he and he just he's literally just like scooping out a little slot behind the ball and, and then denied it, doubled down on the denial, and and analysts across the country rightly Called it what it was, blatant cheating. Anyway, so that brought lawsuits towards those guys. He ended up suing any and everybody. Left and right, Patrick Reed is filing off these, again, idiotic, irrational lawsuits. He has no chance to win. He's just further digging a hole for himself in any sort of, you know, perspective you have on the cat. Well, among those that he served, subpoenas, was Rory McIlroy himself. Now, look. Let's put this in perspective. The live and PGA Tour guys won't see each other a whole, whole lot. You know, the majors have announced they'll play there. And then some of the big stars on PGA Tour play the big events on the European Tour, which the live golfers are allowed to play. So they're at the same golf tournament over in Dubai. And yesterday on the practice range, this was happening during our show. We learned the more specifics of it later today. There was a press conference. You're about to hear from Roy McIlroy. So McIlroy is on the tee. And, you know, 
talked to or seen or heard from Patrick Reed outside of a subpoena, which was delivered in the worst timing fashion. More on that in a second. So Rory is over on the on the driving range, and he's you know kind of he, he's he's crouched down, he's looking at a club or doing something, and Patrick Reed approaches, and you can see him just amble over there, lottie da, like it's not a care in the world. It's just the typical day, and he he goes up, and Rory's caddy at least acknowledges him, and and you can see him like talking to Rory, and 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 Rory just like flat out ignoring him. I mean, he said afterwards, I mean, what I I see no reason to address this guy, and you'll find out in a second. And then Reed, because he's a little Eli Apple, <laughs> turned around, was walking away, took a tee, and he kind of flicked it back at him. I mean, it wasn't like super aggressive. He, it's not like he like even touched him. Typical Patrick me, like some sort of fake, tough, I don't even know. I don't know how a golfer on a practice range tossing a tee can be a tough guy in any form or fashion, but nonetheless, he like throws a tee at Rory. And then Rory said after, and we told you this yesterday, he didn't even see the tee coming, but, you know, it's a good thing he didn't. Uh, good thing it was she wasn't on the other foot because he knows if he tossed it to you, Patrick Reed, he'd, he'd probably get a lawsuit filed on him, which takes us now to a wall that Rory McElroy is never going to open a door through. Patrick Reed can GTH. Don't ever approach me. Don't ever talk to me, bro. We're not good. We'll never be good. You do your thing. Because of what happened to Rory McElroy back around the holiday season. I mean, I got a subpoena on Christmas Eve. Like, I mean, I'm, I, I don't see your, like, you can't pretend like nothing's happening, right? I think that's the thing. It's like, why, that's, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're living in reality here. He's not, so. Thanks. That's, I mean, he said a lot more just about the yesterday's quote-unquote incident. And I, it, it, look, that's real life stuff. He, he. He subpoenaed Justin Thomas, apparently, like two days before his wedding. And the guy is just an irrational, out-of-touch, idiotic fool. A little, little slap fight in the golf tour. A little pillow fight, E.T. Picked up those down pillows, took a couple swings at each other. Um, all right, I, I've got my wallet in the car, thankfully. My wallet has... It's just jam full of 20s right now, E.T. No, I'm kidding. But I do have some money in my wallet, and it's a good thing I have at least 20. Uh, because last night at about 9.05, uh, it became official that I will be handing 20 to my cohort here, Dan Hicken. Now, let, let's be real now. Let's, let's, don't, let's don't rewrite the, the framework of the bet. I don't think, and Dan would, would back this up. This is an accusation. I don't think Dan Hicken thought the Gators are going to go rattling off eight or ten, you know, conference wins. I think at the time that we made this bet, we were in agreement that Florida was not a good basketball team. They, they had started, you know, poorly and losing. They're 0-2 in the conference, and it just and just looked terrible doing it. Every good team Florida's played this year has thumped them pretty soundly, or most good teams. So we made the bet, put the number at four, four and a half. Conference wins, I predicted, and I meant it. I predicted three and fifteen in conference. That's that's how bad they looked. And after South Carolina came to Gainesville last night, and Florida just thumped them like they were actually good. <laughs> Here are the unlikely Florida Gators at five and three in the SEC, now twelve and eight overall. 
They have a top 25 schedule strength that's about to get ratcheted up big time. More on that in just a second. But South Carolina is what it looked like Florida would be. What happened to them? I mean, they have. I remember they lost a home game this year to Tennessee by like 100. And the Gators just steamrolled them last night, 81-60. 81 points for Florida is like, you know, 170 for a normal team. And with the win, they're 12-8. and eight. They're 5-3 and three in the league. they got a real interesting game coming up Saturday. The Big 12 SEC Challenge is going on, and they'll face Kansas State. And we know who plays at Kansas State, Keontae Johnson. Kansas State, by the way, number five in the country. But Todd Golden, and we talked about this a little bit, he settled now on a shorter rotation for the most part. Now, now uh, last night, uh, not a great indicator because that's such a big lead, a lot of gets played. But, um, you know, when it comes to guys, there, there were, you know, six six guys got 20 minutes. That's it. The five starters and the Kwesi Reeves off the bench for 15 points. He had 21 minutes. You know, had a couple guys with 15 and 13 minutes. He shortened his rotation. He has figured out who he thinks gives him the best chance to win. And credit where credit is due there. They're not a bad basketball team. In fact, somehow, they're lingering in that bubble territory as an NCAA tournament team. Now the reality check. Three of their next four games for the Florida Gators. Three of the next four or against top five teams. The net ranking is what the NCAA uses to kind of rank and slot the teams they're considering for the tournament. Now, Florida's net ranking is number 44 right now. Old and strong, mid-40s. There, there's, there are basketball teams with better records that are that are behind them, but that's where they sit now. But that that's going to certainly get tested. They play at Kansas State, by the way. That's on the road. They play at Kansas State. They're number five in the country. Then they turn around next week, and they've got Tennessee, who's number four in the league, uh, in the nation, rather. That's a home game. Uh, Two games later, they're at number two, Alabama, and in between, at Kentucky. Those are the next four games for Florida. At number five, Kansas State. At home against number four, Tennessee. At Kentucky, and then at number two, Alabama. Three of the four on the road. Three of the four against top five teams, and the one that's not against the top five team is against Kentucky, who's playing their best basketball of the year. So, we'll revisit here coming up, and as an addendum to the $20 bet that I've lost, Florida has shattered through the over four and a half at the halfway point. I am going to offer, not a bet. This could be in line of cat-like stupidity. Not a bet. But I'm going to offer Dan Hicken just flat out I'm going to offer him another 20 for free if he can get me to 10. Go get me to 10. All right, here's another 20. I would pay you right now $20 for this Gator basketball team to end the conference basketball season at 10 and 8. That would be a heck of a season and recovery for for Todd Golden, who the transfers he brought in, they're, they're starting to find their role, their niche, their comfort level a little bit more. By no means is this a basketball team with a very high ceiling. Not yet. But you're encouraged if you're a Gator basketball fan with the direction that he's got him moving in after looking pretty ragged. I think is putting it mildly to, to start the season. But, yeah, I mean, in an SEC, that's pretty pretty good conference in basketball. There are only two teams in the SEC that have overall losing records. Only two. Ole Miss is 9-11, and and the team Florida beat last night's 8-12, South Carolina. Every other team overall has at least a 500 record. 
And most are at least, shoot, every team but three is at least four games over 500 in their overall record. And Florida at five and three in the league is finds themselves in the top six uh, right now. And not to go any deeper into college basketball, we're going to get back to, to a Jaguar point I wanted to make. Texas A&M, they won at Auburn last night. Auburn's top 20 team, Texas A&M is just, they're smoking red hot, man. And they're up six and one. Uh, in the league as well. So it's been a lost season for FSU. I haven't forgotten about you guys. They they played at my, uh, Miami play there this weekend, just beat them by about 25. They led by as much as 35, I think. They won by 20. And it's just a it's a transition year that has just not gotten going at all um, uh, for Len- Leonard Hamilton. Now, in, in fairness to the Knowles, they are playing better, you know, than we saw them at times uh, this year. But, but still, overall, they're just... Seven and fourteen. Um, they're five and five in the ACC. So again, they played a little bit le- better of late. But after winning a couple in a row in the road and kind of thinking they had things turned, Miami came to town, beat them by twenty three uh, over the weekend. All right, he- here's where I'm at on kind of kind of where we stand uh, going into next year. And, and I'm not. This is, is might not even necessarily be a twenty twenty three issue. At some point, and I say this because, gosh, it would just be outrageous if the Jaguars went with this this position in the draft. But, man, it's all about identifying the guy who's, wow, this guy's way undervalued. Justin Jefferson, right? There's a lot of those guys. You can get them in 15 to 30, you know, just depending on the position that you're, you're looking at or for. You can find a guy that everybody else missed on, right? The Jaguars famously are adding Calvin Ridley. Do not misunderstand what I'm saying. A a definite upgrade uh, based on what uh, Calvin Ridley has been in his career. That being said, Calvin Ridley didn't play a lick of football now in a year and a half. Year and a half. He... He'll turn, he's just turned 28. We're not talking about a big age thing here. He's kind of he's kind of old for his college class, right? He, he When he came out, like he's significantly older than 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 Justin Jefferson, and they a lot closer in when they left their schools. I mean, Ridley only, this would have been his fifth year uh, in the NFL. So, look, I, is, is Calvin Ridley, though, ready to be the savior of this franchise at that position, knowing he's going to be 28, 29, 30 years old here the next two or three years? Ridley's best year came in 2020 in Atlanta. He, it was his breakout year. He caught 90 balls, 1,300 yards. He had nine touchdowns. High water mark outside of that, 866 yards. His high water mark outside of that were seasons a little less productive than what Zay Jones had this year. I'm not here selling Zay Jones as an equivalent to Calvin Ridley. And Calvin Ridley was also dealing with the late Julio Jones in his prime or the tail end of his prime early in his career. But if the Jaguars are going to become year in and year out, and, and it may not be that important. I'm asking this more as a question than I'm offering it as opinion. How important is it to get your lead receiver franchise guy when he's you know, 21, 22, 23 years old? Like Burrow has with, with, with you know, Jamar Chase. Stephon Diggs still a young player. I think he's mid-20s only. Uh, is Probably not important in a year like this where, you know, you do have Calvin Ridley. I just, 
you know, I got to see Ridley shake off the rust, stay healthy, and how he fits in. I, I, you know, it's certainly an upgrade. It's, it's, it's the opportunity here to, to legitimately have a, a top five receiver as Trevor continues to grow. But it's a bigger unknown than if they were bringing in Devontae Adams. You feel me? You know, it's a bigger unknown than if Stephon Diggs was joining the team or, or, or um, Jamar Chase or some of these other guys that we consider just kind of Justin Jefferson, lock franchise receivers. That being said, I, I think I'll add a lot. I'm on record. I don't really think the Jags need to do a ton at the on the offensive side of the football if they bring Ingram back. And, and in a perfect world, you bring Ingram and Taylor back. You draft maybe a running back in round three or four and, and you know, add some offensive line depth through free agency and, and the draft. And you don't have to do a whole lot more at that, on that side of the ball. And it frees you up. I mean, look, tight end is is a position that could come into play. The best tight end or one of the top two or three could be on the board at 24. Perhaps you go there. Maybe there is a young receiver, although I will put that down the, the list of what I would expect. My hope is that the dream rush end falls into your lap there. You don't have to do anything. He falls to you. And I mean a guy who comes in and gets you double digits like Micah Parsons did as a rookie. Now, you're shooting high on that. Is that likely? No. But golly, it can't be Caleb on chase on in that spot. It's about where we where we added that rush in and haven't gotten anything in return uh, statistically. You'll hear from Patrick Mahomes when we come back on the other side. You'll also hear from Mel Kuyper on Anthony Richardson, who, you know what, the further away you get from just reacting to what you saw last Saturday or two weeks ago or back in October, and you completely transition to what you're looking to you know, optimistically expect from a guy, Anthony Richardson's value just goes up and up and up and up. He's a great, nice kid. He's easy to deal with. He's talking to these NFL guys. He's going to shoot off the charts when it comes to all these measurables. He's got a rocket arm. He's continuing to learn the position. And, and that's starting really to show itself now in just about any draft projection. We'll hear from Mel Kuyper on Anthony Richardson's stock and also from Patrick Mahomes on his status when we come back on the other side on a custom tree surgeons Thursday. And we're back. Thanks for joining us on this custom tree surgeons Thursday. You can count on my friends there, man. I'm telling you that you got any uh, tree service needs, custom tree They're the best. Uh, if you're out of work and you're looking for a new job, might I make a suggestion? Contact Louisiana state university. I hear the pay is real good there. Did you see where LSU screwed up and overpaid Brian Kelly in year one of his contract? Okay, didn't overpay him by, you know, 840 bucks, not by 200000 No, overpaid him by a million dollars this year. Sheesh. They've caught the error, and they're uh, adjusting it both from, from Kelly's side and from them. And so uh, there you have it. If you're looking for a job and you want double pay, apparently just go to LSU and tack on a pretty good a lump sum there. Uh, Anthony Richardson shooting up the draft boards. Uh, Mel Kuyper uh, yesterday spoke and said, um, look, he's a difficult guy to evaluate and, and to maybe evaluate more than project. He's an easy guy to project with the measurables and the arm strength and those things to project him into the top 15. You're not going to look silly. But he did say it's kind of frustrating, difficult because of, of what you see and don't see from a guy who, let's remember, is very inexperienced, right? 
And for that reason, Mel Kuyper does say this. So he has Richardson going in the top 10 of the Carolina Panthers, right? That's who he's projected him in his mock, ra- in his mock draft. I think it's number uh, nine overall. But he does say it will be important um, for whatever team that drafts Anthony Richardson to be patient. I think the hope is go to a team that can let him sit for a little bit. He is not going to be ready. The talent's in abundance, but he needs work on being accurate throwing the football and seeing the field, making good decisions. All that is something Anthony Richardson really needs. Would have been loved to see him another year at Florida, but that's not going to happen. All right, uh, that makes sense. So let's uh, tee up a football fix. It's brought to you by Allstate agent Mandy Bowers in Mandarin. Shout out to Mandy, a new mom. I just found that out yesterday. A little bouncing baby boy was really born just, I don't know, maybe a month or two ago. Little Jack. Had a girl. Mandy's good people. Visit her and her folks over there. The Dream Team. What she calls them, not me. It's what she calls them at the Allstate Agency of Mandy Bowers, located in Mandarin. All right. Doug Peterson, a finalist for NFL Coach of the Year. It's going to be... That'd be an interesting vote. I, you know, I don't know. Uh, Brian Dayball doing it in the in the biggest market. Don't forget, this was voted on before the playoffs ended. Again, it it, it kind of speaks to my point. I think these honors should go out at the end of the year. I mean, what is a regular season? Do you think any coach of the year from the regular season gives a rip if he goes home with you know week one or two of the playoffs? No. Now I understand that Doug Peterson fits that mold. I'm not saying that the guy who wins the Super Bowl should be the coach of the year. It should be a variety of factors in. What Nick Sirianni has done with the Eagles, though, is probably being underplayed, isn't it? To be the top seed and be dominant all year long. Sirianni certainly has an argument as coach of the year. Brian Daybowl with the Giants is a similar situation to the Jags, but no one had as bad a situation as the Jags. And if you factored in, you know, the postseason where it was a comeback win, maybe Peterson gets even more love. And maybe he wins. I don't know. We'll see. But he is one of four finalists for the NFL Coach of the Year. I believe Kyle Shanahan, Dayball, Sirianni, or maybe Pete Carroll, maybe one of them. Or I don't know, and you're sitting there listening to me to give you information and not throw you generic questions. I'll tell you, Brian Dayball and Kyle Shanahan are the other finalists. Um, uh, Dayball turning the Giants around and into the postseason. Shanahan uh, also, like, Look what he's doing, right? Taking Mr. Irrelevant, got them in the uh, NFC Championship game, but ended the season with that division title and all those wins in a row. So, uh, Those, by the way, are announced February 9th on the NFL Honors Show, but Doug Peterson will be among the three finalists uh, for that gig. The MVP has its finalists as well. It is Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, Justin Jefferson, Patrick Mahomes. Wow, certainly arguments for all of them. But I think, again, this voting ends at the end of the regular season. I think Patrick Mahomes probably takes that home, don't you think? That's good. It's a good debate to toss around. You get so stained by how the postseason ended, right? There's no way in the world you give Josh Allen an MVP right now because of how they, you know, played out. Justin Jefferson, same thing, right? You're the most valuable player in the league. You're playing this weekend if you're on a good team. And most, most valuable players are, right? Uh, kind of a weird statement by Shaquille Griffin yesterday. My heart is here with the Jags. Uh, unfortunately, Griffin hasn't been here, and he kind of checked out after the struggles and then the back injury, and I don't think there's a lot of tranquility between the franchise and the player, so we will, I would say, be 
uh, releasing Shaq Griffin, and we'll just wish him well. You know, he came in, played the role of the leader, just had a dreadful beginning to this season. Wasn't terrible last year. He dropped interceptions, but he won a terrible cover corner, but really struggled this year. Uh, Travis Etienne says one of his goals this offseason will be to add some muscle. I, I think Etienne impressed us with his ability to run between the tackles. I think he did that more effectively than we thought he would be able to. But, yeah, a little extra layer probably wouldn't hurt. Patrick Mahomes says he's a go when the, when the Chiefs host the Bengals in the AFC Championship game this weekend. On that field, I don't, I don't think I'm an underdog, especially when I walk on Arrowhead's field. So uh, I just go in with the same mindset of we're going to play our best football to win. We know we're playing a great football team that's beat us the last three times. So we have to learn from our mistakes in the past and be better um, in order to, to win against a great football team. Uh, the Niners are going to let the legal process play out, they say. And so Charles Omani, who will be with them when they take on the Eagles this weekend, if you missed it. Uh, Omani, who is facing some misdemeanor domestic violence suspicions. He was arrested on Monday based on those. Kyle Shanahan said yesterday, Niners spent the past couple days looking into what happened. Concluded the best way of handling it is to let the legal process play out before further decisions which tells you they believe his version of events. According to police reports in San Jose, they arrived at 439 local time Monday. A woman reported Omanihu, whose her boyfriend pushed her to the ground during an argument. No visible injuries were observed. Uh, she declined medical attention. He, meanwhile, booked into the Santa Clara, uh, Santa Clara County Jail, released Monday, and will remain with the 49ers when they play this weekend. Uh, they'll play the Eagles, who have A.J. Brown, who came over, made a big impact in that passing game. Says he's not a, quote, diva, but he does want the ball this weekend. Niners sitting out a couple of running backs with, uh, I would just say, precautionary load management for Christian McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell. They need both those guys. If they're going to pull an upset, one or both those guys got, got to have big games in them this Sunday. And Aaron Rodgers says he's open to reworking his deal. If he plays this year, I wonder if that makes it easier for him to be traded. Saw some speculation perhaps to the Jets among those teams that he could land. Also seen the Colts. I've seen uh, the Titans. I don't like either one of those. I like our uh, I don't like that. Yeah, I'd like our division to stay quarterback depleted. In fact, in Mel Kuyper's draft, he had this this is not a great scenario. He had CJ Stroud landing with the Texans, and he had uh, Bryce Young landing with the Colts. I don't, I don't need that. that. I don't need them getting too young. Full of promised rookie QBs. That's Football Fix. You're welcome. And thank you to Allstate agent Mandy Bowers. And congratulations to Mandy over in Mandarin. Hick and Arrival and more come your way next year. Locked into the drill on a custom tree surgeon's Thursday. Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio.
Now we've learned something here. I.e., next time we want to make a heist, uh-huh. our friend leaves his booty <laughs> in the car at times. Hmm. Of course, the lose some part comes a little bit later. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they got to spin that SOB. That will. That dirty SOB. That will. But the win some is happening right now, ladies and gentlemen, as we soar past four and a half dubs. Straight cash, homie. We will pick up our cash money right now. In essence, I'm taking a 20 spot to spin the wheel. It's not <laughs> worth it. Still feel like a loser, but this will help a little bit when I sit down a little bit later and buy myself a wonderful sandwich. <laughs> That's what I'll do. I'll buy myself a wonderful sandwich. So on a win some, lose some Thursday. E, uh, uh, outstanding job yesterday in front of the class. I oh, appreciate it, Dano. E rolled in and uh, imparted his E wisdoms. On the uh, youngsters of tomorrow. It was wonderful. He came in. He gave up his time and his talents. Kept his treasure. uh, But uh, did speak to the uh, youngsters over there at uh, Swoop Nation. We call that dropping gems. Yes, he did. He Mm. was was outstanding. Gem dropping. Yeah, he was (laughs) very good. Wow. And it was all recorded. He has a guy with him at all times. Of course he does. It's, <laughs> it's I, I mean, it's unbelievable. I don't have a guy. Do you have a guy? No, I don't have a guy. We don't have guys. He has a guy. He's my guy. He has a guy. <laughs> I just haven't utilized him yet. I haven't said. Yeah. Not got, all times, but huh? a lot of times. Well, I mean, a lot of time you got a guy with I you. I just have one question. If I see you in a social setting, you usually have a guy. Yeah, yeah. He's a guy. How do you get a guy? You got to have a guy. That was impressive. Because content is king right now. I guess. I, you, I find myself in Content creator. That's right. Hope, hoping to be influencer. Yes. We're trying right. to step up the scale of He's a guy. He's social got a guy. media I, you know, presence. Jealous kind of. I, I only have one kind question. I always felt like I should have a guy. I know, I, He's got a guy. I, I know E.T. and I know you <laughs> and I know how a classroom works and I've seen guest lecturers. So I, I don't really need the specifics of how all that went down. I only have one question about yesterday's yes. appearance. Yes. It's the only one that I have. I wonder if the audience doesn't join me right. in this curiosity. Wonderful. I just want to know, did we did we walk into the classroom? <laughs> the with. champ is here. Did, 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 did that the take place yesterday? <laughs> I'm guessing no. I don't think they had the stones, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, no, they they that, that's we would have done that. Easy. Why, there you go, man. What I got to yeah. do? I got to tell you after the fact. Oh, yeah. I thought I was pretty clear that that, that, that would have made my. Oh, it's wonderful. I didn't have my boombox. I book tried bag. to tell you to get it, man. Yeah. Did I not? Yeah, I would have had to go all the way back to Fleming Island and let's go. go. Let's yeah. go back to the presentation of the cash money. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm ready. Fair. I also have this for you. Okay, this is to win some, lose song. some Thursday. This when is when I went to the earbuds. Part. It's restricted my movements. I can't stand up with it. Okay, um, cash. I also have this. So this is tremendous news for you. You want to talk? Because I know you got to spin the wheel later. Yeah, and no. that's a dark, depressing day depressing. on that. We have the list of punishments, and yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll get that squared away by the time the cat gets here, right? <clears throat> but I have a cat-like uh, proposal. So there's you have no a proposal. Yeah. This is beautiful for you. I'm telling you, this might be one of the nicest things I've done for you. But but you won't be able to pull it off for me, so it'll probably go null and void. All right, I'm ready. It has nothing to do with the wheel. My God, I'm not putting myself at that, you know, discretion. Shame. But first, here's your 20. The Gator basketball team is a clip. I gotta get a picture. Yeah. I just want them to see the money. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, you want to turn it around so it's a better shot? Yeah, there you go. 
Boom. Yeah. Right, here's your 20. All right. Oh, sweet Martha. <laughs> he loves 20s. It's cash yeah. money. My man doesn't carry cash, ETC. Is that so my goes, man Jackson on the he, cover? He goes crazy when he gets one, some cash because he doesn't carry cash. He is he is the younger generation when it comes to that. Like, y'all younger generation, you don't carry much cash, right? Yes. For the most part. Yeah, that's know. correct. Yeah, that's Dan correct. does that. But anyway, I, I'm a cash guy myself, so mm. target me in your next on-street robbery. Um, all right, here is my cat-like proposal for you. I'm ready. To which you have no risk at all, but could potentially be rewarded. I love it. The Gators have shot past this imposed over-under of four and a half that I yes. that I laid. I I it wasn't a shtick. I thought the Gators were gonna go three and fifteen in the league. They were yes. they were terrible. And even though you've won this bet, I think you would have put a max on them of six or seven, no? Most likely at the time, right? So here is my offer to you. I'm an offer guy. That you're so hot right now and ah. you're you're, you're carrying the Gator basketball team. Lock this, it up. This Lock un- it up. This unseasoned success. This yeah. unseen success, I yes. should say, right? Yes. I have this for you. Yes. Get me six more, and there's another 20 in for you. That's it? That's it. Get to I, 11, I'll hand you $20. I will pay. It's not a bet. It's just No a- bet. There's no risk. All reward. Six more dubs? Give me another six dubs, and you got another 20 coming your way, friend. I, I can do that. Well, there you go. Just six more dubs. No, conference wins. Oh, conference wins. Oh, you know what? No, no, no. Does K-State count? That's it, right? K-State oh, wins. Is that the only yeah. other? Yeah. A conference tournament, total. too? No. Oh, wait. Things yeah. are changing. What? I can I can rescind it if I'm I want. I'm asking the question. Okay, I can rescind it. You can't it. rescind once it's, it's out there, I, can I you? Want, and what I really, you know what I want? No, I'm going back to what I said. I want 11 and 7 in the league. They're 5 and 3. Oh. They're 5 and 3. Get me 6 more in the league. Get me to 11. Okay, let me and see And I'll give here. you another 20. You're not getting there. This is where thing gets ugly. The next four games I know they're lost. are against three top five it. teams, and they're also three road games, uh, and the one no. non-top five is, oh, by the way, Kentucky. I understand that. Hold on a second. Hold on! <laughs> I'm not expecting a. I would yeah, revel dude, in one know. dub in the next four. Okay, and we're taking K State out. We're going eleven and seven, Leah. You got to get me six more. The far, what f- am I? Five and three. You're five and three. You got to go six five, and four. Six. You got to go six and four. Six, seven, six, seven, seven, seven and eight. Oh hell no! <laughs> <laughs> eight. I will. I will give. I, will. I go ten and eight. You said eleven and seven. Yeah, I said give me six more. All right, that you know what? Okay. Shot. All right, do this then. I want it to be in play. Uh-huh. I do. Ten I'll, and eight's in play. Okay. Okay. I don't, that's I, you got to give me eleven total, six wins total. So I'll give you the Kansas six State more game. dubs. That would count, but not the tournament. SEC tournament? No. You got to okay. get me to there. Six more right. regular season dubs. That's correct. And there's another twenty. You got nothing at risk. This is no bet. This isn't double or nothing. This is I'll gladly pay for play. This is my. Now I'm joining today's college well, that's fair. sports. Pay for play. Yeah. The, BTP. That's right. I want to be. I want to be a player. So I'm gonna, I'll, I'll be a payer. I'm excited about. If this. you can get me six more, I, the only thing I would say about Gator basketball, we got plenty of Jack stuff still percolating, interesting angles to, yes. to talk about, but yes. plenty of time for basketball moving forward. The only sure. thing that I would say in with a with a attaboy to Todd Golden is you, you always like a guy whose team seems to be improving, and they're not pretty along the way. They didn't score forever in that game at Texas A&M, but they were in the game at the end. Texas A&M, as we're learning, is a good team. They're playing better basketball, much better basketball than they were earlier this year, and he did it. I think this is key, Hick. Mm-hmm. We were talking about this before the, the show started because yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. we're more interested in the most in, in Florida basketball. But I, I think what he's done, like when San Francisco goes to the NCAA tournament, 
they're they're not they're not rotating 10 12 guys. You identify your six or seven guys and they play all the minutes unless there's foul trouble or a blowout. Mhm. Mhm. And I think that's what Golden has kind of pared down now in Gainesville. The starters play all the minutes. Only another two or three guys play. Mm-hmm. They only had six players that played at least 20 minutes last night and only two others in double digits. So, you know, they're going to play those that start in five and then they're going to bring in Kowasi Reeves and they're going to bring in Jatobo. Um, you know, he's moved that. The, well, Jatobo had to play because a lot more, a little bit, because Fudge was out last night. Well, that's true mistaken. too. But yes. and Fudge would be a part of that yes. rotation more than Jatobo probably. 100%. P- point being, he's, he's you know, yeah. I, I guess C.J. Felder is, what, did he hurt himself earlier he this year? He left the team. Yeah, he left, that's what I was going to say. For a little bit. Yeah. I don't know if he's back yet or not. I, I don't, again, that was like the coup of last year's transfer portal was yeah. Felder. He yeah. was supposed to be the best one. That didn't, didn't work so well. Yeah, I would say that. So, anyway, uh, Dan Hicken has enough, and he loves a $20 bill game. I mean, I'm telling you, he loves cash. Boom, 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 Ca- boom. Cash boom, is king, boom, they say. Boom, 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 mm. boom. Money! <laughs> no reason for that. <laughs> I'm rich. Riches. All kinds of riches. Yeah, well, you can you can uh, stop today with your... Our one-to-one financial poll question of the day, at Dan Hickett, if you'd like to vote on Twitter, or he will also um, redo it on the 1010 site. With success comes expectations. Our one-to-one financial poll question, Jags expectations next season. Jags expectations. AFC South, top 2C, AFC Championship, or expect Super Bowl. Over 400 votes I, are in. I, I think the, the the most reasonable of those would be, and it's more unreasonable because you're coming with a first-place schedule, but I would say be a top-two seed. That's only a 9.9%, Jeff. Well, that's because we have pie-in-the-sky dreams, and that's fine, but our defense, and there's way too many improvements that have to come mm-hmm. for us to join the ranks of the Bengals and Chiefs. There is. You have, uh, you've done, you're really good at judging the uh, poll question. Today, you've misjudged. For sure. AFC South again, 50.6. Oh, so I, they're not buying this guy. They're being more reasonable. 50.6, 31.5, AFC Championship game, 9.9, top two seed, 8% expect Super Bowl. Well, here's a, here's a problem. I don't want to go to the Super Bowl. Here, here's, here's, here's the problem with that. Here's the problem with that. Yes, sir. Uh, people voted wrong. If you think they're going to the AFC Championship game, then what you really think is they're a top two seed. Now, you have so. a way to get there without that. Don't get me wrong. If they're going to Cincinnati, they're if, third. Right. If you're going to go to the AFC Championship game, because we have the AFC South to play. It's a bad division. It's a bad mm-hmm. division. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. They really could go five. Six dubs in there. Well, you could get five. Well, you could. Five. They got four this year, and they only got, what, nine overall? Ten overall? No, nine. Uh-huh. So, I, I, listen, none of those include missing the playoffs. Right. None now, of those. Now, you didn't give them the option either, but I bet not many would take that option. It certainly right. looks like it's a team that's going to get better here for a while. Right. We need to get into the tournament yearly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the biggest question is going to be, what do they do at 24? And I think the emerging debate will be between three positions that I saw the other day, one of the dudes who ranks. I mean, it was one of the ones we... we, we Let like, me ask you this question. But the three most deep <sighs> positions in the draft apparently are rush end, lineback. I mean, rush end, tight end, and corner. I harped on this a lot last year. We don't have any stars. We don't have any stars. Well, now we do. Now when they do the top 100, who's going to be in there? Trevor, for Trevor sure. Trevor, for sure. Okay. Christian Kirk will get in there. ETN? Probably. Yeah. 1,120, yeah, 35 yards? And Tyson Russian. Campbell might Tyson Campbell, there. no. He'll be in there. Yeah. So we do yeah. have four. So we'll have four. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Is there anybody else that could? Foyer? Uh, Foyer, yeah, yeah, should be in, be in there. there. 100 was, guys? Was, was he last year? That's the question you ask. 
He couldn't have been because we had none, none in there last year. No, I'm saying you mean for but the, he played for the, the Falcons. Atlanta. I think the the two year he had already run. signed in March before that comes out after March. Yeah, but you're still doing on you would oh. be doing it on how he's played. He's the same player in Jacksonville. He was in Atlanta. Yeah, I think the right. two year run for having back to back seasons like that. Make any man, yeah, they might. Hey, yeah. I'm not I'm not disagreeing. You don't go you don't go as far and play as well down the stretch and beat the caliber of teams that they beat without having. Does Josh Allen get in there? He had his best year grade wise. I know we need him to have more sacks. He's not that dominant player, but he might be top hundred in people's eyes. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. I, I mean, we I expect to have a lot more than that. We could have. We could we have had none. We could have four or five or six. You're right. We have some emerging stars here in Jacksonville. That well, makes me Trevor happy. is a star already. We have one already. Like Hutchinson will be in there, but I don't yeah. think Trayvon won't. No, be. no, no way. Not even close. Jaguar fans are uh, do not see it as we see it with Trayvon Walker. They, you know, the Jag fan, and I get it, man. They want him to be good, yeah. and they they see him emerging and. They still take the tack of, oh, he does a lot of things on the field. I just don't see it. So, on I, that it, one. It, listen, when you do, this is what I would say to Jaguar fan who drinks the Kool Aid on what the team is telling you they think of Trayvon. Mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. is fair. This isn't unfair to the Jags or what uh, what they're trying to instill belief in the, what the kid is going to be. But at the end of the day, not just Trayvon Walker, anybody who you come to know as a player, it happens for one reason: his freaking name gets called six, eight times a game. Yeah. That's how you know a guy's a good player. One play in the first quarter, or some a, a, a DN will chase down a Michael Parsons will chase down a running back for a six yard loss, and then you know a quarter and a half later he'll shoot a gap and and dislodge the football and sack the guy. They'll make plays like that three or four or five times a game. That's how you know they're making an impact. When plays get replayed for good reasons. You see them. Yeah. I mean, so if Jaguar fan, unless all of a sudden they've all become film experts and they're breaking down his technique and shedding blocks, then you are delusional. Look at the force on this play. Yeah, no, delusional. He did (laughs) not make near enough plays for for, to be what. Now, that doesn't mean he can't be. It's year one. That's fine. Yeah. But. What about Brandon Sheriff? Does he get into the top 100? He's got a reputation. He's got a reputation. He didn't have a great year because he was beat up, and you know. But I, I, I guess that's what people tell me. Again, I have no idea on the offense. Here's one. What about Luke Fortner? Not yet. Nah. No, not yet. Nah. I was surprised, by the way. I re when I rewatched the Jags game against like Jawan Taylor had a better year than Luke Fortner. Yeah. Jawan Taylor being ahead of Luke Fortner, I will in, my, say, in my opinion. I, I, I will say this, uh-huh. and I, PFF's not the be all end all, and I don't know if the you know perceptions would match in their grades per se. But when you looked at when they were playing the Sunday night game against the Chargers, mm-hmm. and you looked at the P, you know NBC puts the PFF grade up. Yeah, they were all way lower than you would have thought. Like all of them. Oh, oh, oh! Every oh. player on our team, we didn't have a guy that was fourth in his position or not. Right. Uh, I, I think Tyson was the highest. He may have been like seventh, maybe, or it was very highly graded. I think Josh Allen is our highest graded player, though. But where he slots his rush in might be lower down the list. Well, we got two very big football games. And <clears throat> I have a question to pose to you that I need you to put your truth hat on. Okay. And I asked. It implies that usually I'm just going with a liar. liar. Yeah. yeah. I asked a. Uh, no, because it, it's. That's fair. It, I think it's an unpopular opinion. But I pro- I would share the same opinion, I think, but I get to ask the question, oh, so I don't have to give nice. my opinion. So it's a win for me. In the hot seat. Put me on in the a hot win seat. some, lose he's some got, Thursday. He's got, he's got my $20 in his pocket, and he's putting me in the hot CD. I guess sounds like a good time for me to go rearrange the board and put what needs to go on there. Oh, the board. How about that? It's a custom tree surgeon's Thursday on the drill. The 10-minute drill is next. Hit it. All right. 
progressive sports concepts and rationalizations coming your way. Call the 10 minute drill. Did you see the Uber Eats guy last night? Man, I didn't see it, but I heard about it. Wandered onto a court. They got to be a bit. Guys trying to throw a ball in. I mean, is Merle here? Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking for Merle. I think I got to give you 48 in the jail for that. I mean, just for st- the idiocracy right. is flourishing. Oh, no. You're going to jail for 48 hours. Oh, no. You don't walk on the middle of the. <sighs> Where's the security? I, I heard uh, we need that one. Remember that? that was it? A, the, jumped on that one girl at, at the basketball game. Was it in Denver? Maybe. Oh, Remember yeah. that security guard jumped up. She had I've been eyeballing her. Yeah. She was gonna uh-huh. make a, yeah. uh, a, a, a man, protest. Yeah, those yeah. idiotic. She, she thought she was more more idiotic. No protest here. Yeah. So I, I saw this uh, uh, Spielman's brother, the less famous one, Chris and Rick. Rick is the. The longtime GM of the Vikings, but he's not anymore. Okay. Right? And we almost hired him here, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but he was going to be that in-between position. Yeah, the in-between guy. That was last year, less than a year ago. Yeah, that Rick, was the Rick narrative. Spielman, remember? Yeah. He had a good point. He had an interesting point. I don't know if it's good or not. I'll let you kick it around, but talking about the quarterback. Is this the, the truth hat? No. Okay. Truth hat's coming in. All second. right. Golly. Oh, yeah. Nice. Building up to the truth hat. Okay. Truth hat's a good one. But Will Levis... Took himself out of the bowl game. Well, a lot of kids do that. Okay, Will Levis. Uh-huh. Yeah, but he didn't play the bowl game for Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Now, here's a guy that we all, as outsiders, have questions about. I don't think any one of us three would draft him as our franchise quarterback unless... That's fair. Right? We would take Young or Stroud over him. Is anyone disagree with that? No. E, no, I don't disagree. Even though Young is slight of stature and Stroud has some... Is not the greatest runner. Mel's mock would not be good for us Mel in Jaguars has Nation. Levis as the best, but not the first. Yeah, but here's what's interesting about that. Hopefully the teams. Ooh, that smell. Ho- so hopefully that the yet. teams don't agree because Mel's mock draft actually has C.J. Stroud to the Texans yeah. and Bryce Young to the Colts. That's the last Ooh, thing we want. We don't need that. Although, because the odds are one of them is going to be good. Well, not Trevor Good though. That's the beauty. No, I don't think so. Yeah, that's the beauty. Anyway, so. So, Levis doesn't go to the bowl game. Okay. Then Levis, this, and this one grates on Spielman even more, says no to the senior bowl. Okay. So, Spielman comes out and goes, if I'm the GM, the only thing I'm thinking is, what are you trying to hide? Okay. He goes, I guarantee you he won't throw it at the combine. He goes, I guarantee it. I was like, dang, man. You know, he carries that feisty attitude on the field. Those guys usually you would think want to compete. I'm a... Uh, so yeah, you got. He looks like a guy worried that his stock will will go down if he does anything well, else. And that's the that's yeah. the thing. So he should. I, I'm okay with skipping the, the the bowl game. A lot of kids do that now. But the Senior Bowl asks you to come, man. You're yeah. a quarterback. That's a great place to show what you got. Although I would say this: how many top guys that are how many quarterbacks that are going to be top five picks play in the Senior Bowl? It's a good question. Like I think well, about how this, many are seniors. Well, so that like may it, be true. Now too. they take. They, it's they not t- all seniors. They, so they changed that. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't remember top shelf quarterbacks playing in that game, at least in the last twenty years. You know, like I mean, certainly Trevor didn't play. Joe Burrow go play in the Senior Bowl? That's a good question. I'd say no. Malik Willis and Desmond Ritter. Yeah. So yeah, it's it hadn't been. Kenny Pickett went. He was a first round pick. But yeah, but he wasn't top five pick. No. I'm talking about those guys that have been earmarked for the top five really all year. Last pretty year, much. I'm just looking at last year. Yeah. You know what else the Senior Bowl did this year? They didn't take team coaches. They took 
guys in lesser role. Like, if you're the tight ends coach, maybe you're the offense coordinator for the senior ball. Well, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, because that's a, where they're trying to get eventually. Yeah, so trying to, you know. Is it a, that is a really good idea. Is yeah. it a, is it a, like, a conglomeration assistance from different teams coming together? Or Baker is, Mayfield went to the senior bowl. Uh, yeah. Top pick. I knew he did. David but, Carr. But I would say this, when he went, was he going to be the top pick? I don't know. Yeah, Josh don't, Allen went to the Senior Bowl. I don't think Baker was at all, in fact. EJ Manuel, Jake Locker, Kyle yeah. Bowler. Yeah, you're not giving me any studs. First rounders, though. Yeah, I'm talking about guys. The only guy you've given me that fits the, what I'm trying to ex- express, at least, is Baker Mayfield. None of those guys were anywhere near the top of the draft. They had all the quarterbacks last year went. Yeah. There weren't any good ones. No. But the year before, well, what yeah. about the Burrow year? Right. No Burrow, no Herbert. They didn't go to that? I'm, I'm asking you. I don't know. Are you sure? Uh, actually, the Texan says Herbert did go. So yeah. there's one. There's an yeah. example. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's less a sure thing at the top of the quarterback than, than, than a sure thing. I mean, if that's probably not explaining it real well. With the, um, with the coaches, is it like what Jeff was asking? Is it like coaches from different schools or is it all from one school? Like the tight ends coach from one school? Is there a bunch of coaches? No, it's from different, different different teams. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. NFL guys, though. NFL guys. College guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, anyway. what about head coaches? Are those coordinators that get the head coach? Is it all the way to the top, or is there a head coach at each? I read this the other day, so I'm not positive. Listen, by the way, I'm not arguing your point that Will Levis, if it were me, I'd need to see him play in that senior bowl. You had a bad year, friend. Right. When I turned on the TV and you were facing a good team, you didn't impress Luke me. Luke Getze, the OC of the Bears, okay, and defense coordinator Patrick Graham are the head coaches. So the coordinators are the head coaches. Yeah, yeah, okay. One that's is what from I'm, Chicago yeah. and one is from Vegas. That's what I was asking. Oh, that's what I'm answering. <laughs> Do you have your truth hat on? I can put it on. Um, there, it's on. All right. It's September. We need to get a hat that actually says truth. Yes. It's September. Mm-hmm. It's the Ryder Cup. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the chalice is at stake. This truth is going to come so quick and easy. It's going to come down to one match. silver tongue that I have. One match and one match yeah. only. Mm-hmm. You've got Captain America. There's only one problem with against this scenario. Roars. Who well, are you pulling for? Well, there's only one problem with this scenario. The yeah. Ryder Cup won't let the live guys play. Not yet, but it could change. Who are uh, you rooting for? I'm rooting for Rory. It's not even close. Me too. Yeah. Thousand percent. <laughs> yeah. Patrick, by the way, did Sauce Gardner treat out that Patrick Reed uh-huh. is the Patrick Beverly and Eli <laughs> Apple of golf? Let me look. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's what I would go with today. <laughs> but then I started thinking, you know, golf may be guilty of that outside the ropes. For those who in- don't know, yeah, there's a little incident at a tournament where Reed went up to Rory and his caddy, shook the caddy's hand, went to shake Rory's hand. Rory wanted no part, ignored, ignored him. him. Just completely ignored he him. He didn't put his hand out, but he just kind of turned and he squatted. Did- yeah, he didn't pay any attention to me. Yeah. He acted like he wasn't even there. Reed shook his head, sort of walked away, reached into his pocket, and kind of flipped a T at like him. Like a which, meek little, weak little, yeah, fake, well, tough guy. That meant. He you, said it was a live tour yeah, whatever. T or whatever, but good, good for you. It look, you looked like a little Patrick pansy. Reed is so unlikable yeah. that he may play his way off the live tour. They may, they may get sick of him. Yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, so anyway, then Rory was asked to expound upon it. And Rory uh, basically said, "Look, man, I got a, I got a dadgum subpoena on Christmas Eve yeah. with this guy." And the guy's just. It turns uh, out I don't think it was necessarily him, but it's his lawyer or whatever. But whatever. nonetheless, Justin just, Thomas got one two days before his wedding. Yeah, they I mean, don't like. They don't. By the way, I'm not putting up. What, I don't but, have to be your friend anymore. Well, there's also you're not even on our tour. Go away. Well, there's also this. Uh, 
What possible reason could Patrick Reed have for suing Justin Thomas and Roy McElroy? If you want to be... You, Is that the defamation one? How can they be a part of it? I Stop it. I don't know. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. But I enjoyed that. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean... And then a guy at the press conference asked Roy yeah. if one day will yeah. you make a man? Yeah. No. He just looked yeah. at him. Like, no. He yeah, didn't say anything. He, didn't say he anything. stared at him. He just looked at him. He's like, hey, man, I know you. Right? I'm not, and he was an he was a English fella. Yeah. So it was He did a good accent. job of leading Roy into the answer we wanted. Yeah. Like, he asked him, why would a guy who gave you a subpoena expect to get a response yeah. kind yeah. of thing? And yeah. then Roy would parrot that same. Yeah. But with that said, one yeah. day do you see yourself and Patrick Reed <laughs> and I would breaking root, bread? I would root for Roy. Yeah. With truth hat on. That was an easy one. I, yeah. It's golf, first of all. Yeah. I don't think anybody in our listening audience or otherwise. Yeah. It's like, it would be like, it, the U.S. losing the Ryder Cup is akin to the U.S. national team losing the World Cup. Oh, well, move on. We'll see. Uh, we'll, on the text line, Will Levis had a bad line this year and was hurt a little better than Jeff George. Well, if he's better than Jeff George, that's that's great. Jeff George is number one overall. Yeah. Let's settle down on better than Jeff George. And by the way, we need a more... Recent example than Jeff George. Here's like, a good one. Uh, just hilarious. So funny. I love it. How nobody mentioned Stetson Bennett back-to-back national championship. Right. 18 points against Ohio State. Win the game in the fourth quarter. Only nine minutes left. Amazing player. Runs over 21 miles an hour. Did you know that? Wow, like a cheetah. He's a cheetah. <laughs> Brock Purdy's one game away What's... from the Super Bowl. And all of you geniuses do not even mention him. I'm sh- I sure hope that he goes to the NFL because that kid is something special. In case you have not noticed. Oh, we didn't notice. And Drew Brees did pretty well at his height. Uh, Brunel was pretty good and not nearly as good as, well, we all like to think he was, but it was pretty good, but that's what I get. I live in Jacksonville. I listen to Gator Faces every morning, which is awesome because it's been 15 years since you guys have been relevant. That is a really, really well thought out take, I, my I mean, I get it. I get it. If you're a fan of a team whose quarterback doesn't have the measurables but has the heart, Gator fans said the same thing about Danny Werfel. He also was yeah. a real good kid. He yeah. was also really accurate. He also did nothing but best, win. Best college quarterback in history at the time. Uh, yeah, so he doesn't. That all that stuff is true, but doesn't mean anything. And by the way, that kid is three years older than Trevor Lawrence. That also matters. Yeah. Is there any situation where somebody's he's not? Gonna, he's not going to get drafted in the top three. Correct. That's what we were talking right. about. That's what we're talking Relax. about. Relax. He'll you, get a shot. If you think he should be drafted in the top three, you could take him. Run your team, you're buddy. You're a homer. Put Stetson Bennett on your team as your yeah, quarterback that's in the dumb. NFL. That's a dumb take. Come on. Silly. Just stop. I mean, you have a winning. So many times as a sports fan, we have a winning argument. We go too far and we make it a dumb one. Yeah. We all do that. I do it every morning here. Yeah. I have a good argument that you could just leave best alone where you stop, but then you take it that step further and it's asinine. Yeah. That is what it is. Well, you know, whatever. E, do we have a giveaway today, friend? No, we don't. Are we headed to the car wash? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh uh. Car wash, yeah. We yeah, got a $25 yeah. gift oh, yeah. card in Liquid Sunshine Car Wash located off of Southside and Hogan. Get your shine hey, on. Hey, by the Get way. shine on. Let me drop a little scenario on you. Yeah. Uh, the Jaguar, C.J. Beathard is up. You know, and the Jags get to that second, sixth-round pick, and Stetson Bennett is on, there you go. on the board. Boom. Yeah. Be a good fit here. Great you fit. find out, right? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's more the scenario that Stetson Bennett winds up in. Not some hungry... You know, quarterback needy team drafting him in the first round and making him their starter. Maybe the Niners will take him, and he'll be the quarterback for them next year. Well, it had to be third team with, like, the 18 players they have at the position. Who knows? Uh, be kind, be courteous, 641-1010. They're loaded up. They want that car wash. They want that car Liquid wash. Liquid Sunshine. We're back with more right here on The Drill.
Oh, yeah. He's a friend to all. He's Dr. Kevin Murphy, Southeast Orthopedic Specialist. Nobody better. Man, oh, man, they do such a good job down there. I appreciate him so much. We've They've dealt with a little Brooksy growing up through all these years. Now he's a senior, ready to roll, and always took care of him and others as well. And We appreciate you, Doc. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. Doc, thought we had those Chiefs, man. We got that ankle on Patrick Mahomes. He was a wounded animal. I mean, he clearly was limited. They th- Now... They threw high ankle sprain at him, but I saw him yesterday, Doc. He was walking fine. Was that for show? What? Give me an yeah. idea how Patrick Mahomes is. Everybody's saying just to play will be a challenge, but that's the one that everybody's talking about. So what do you think? with Did he have tightrope surgery at halftime? <laughs> he had an x-ray at halftime. The show did end on Friday. I was, the way it went down, he yeah. rolled his ankle, went in. In, right. right. So right. Yeah. by definition, he does not have a high ankle sprain. Okay. High ankle sprain goes the other way, ah. and it... T- twists the ankle and spins it out, and the, the force goes between the tibia and the fibula. And okay. That's what the high ankle is. So this was not the mechanism for a high ankle. Mm-hmm. So this is a medial or deltoid ligament injury mm-hmm. of the ankle. It's on the inside as opposed to the outside, based on the way his ankle went. Right. I was more concerned when he went down that he had fractured his fibula. Um, right. And that's, you know, you get an x-ray, and that's what they, you know, got an x-ray. It's not broken. Good. It's a pain thing. Medial is much more stable than lateral. Mm-hmm. So- for him to play on a medial ankle injury as opposed to a lateral is far more likely. Okay. So I don't see the fact that he played in in that game uh-huh. at all. I mean, he still was hobbling around. but yeah. I think he'll be good to go. Is that's, it? Is he'll it? Be pa- limited that's some. not high ankle sprain, quote right. unquote. No, as a doctor. No, no. Is it? Is it pain tolerance only then, or it truly is because uh-huh. there's not going to be that gross instability that you see okay. in the outside ligaments where your ankle flops to, to the ground. This this one's more stable medially, so it's going to be a pain thing more than anything else. Tape it up and go? Possible yeah, they may take, inject is that it, tape it, yeah. Okay. And it's 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 one where the risk of re-injury of that to make it worse is less so than the lateral side. Let me ask you a question. I've done the inside one, but not near the severity. I mean, I've just shattered doing the outside roll, you know, earlier days. I've done the inside, and the way I recall it, it's a different pain, for one. It's almost a sharper pain when doing the inside. It, it almost like wants to go down the arch of your foot, right? And mm-hmm. so there's there's something different about that pain, too, that I guess if you're an athlete, you have you kind of have to note almost. Well, right? to your point, it's more of a pain thing than an instability thing. Yeah. The latter ones, you plant your ankle, your ankle rolls, and and you're, you're falling down. You can't cut because your ankle's not there to support it. This one's more of a pain issue. Is the recovery until you're more pain-free and therefore more mobile? I mean, you're less mobile, not because of the stability or the strength. It's just you wince when you go on it, right? So could he be okay by the – would he be close to, to to full health by the Super Bowl or is even that pushing a little bit, which would be two weeks from this week, three yeah, weeks from the injury? It's still a little bit of a push. Yeah. Three weeks, he's still feeling it. But, again, without the instability part of it, I think that's a – you know, uh, uh, pain tolerance, and there's ways you can manage that. Our last image is him just, like, completely hobbled. Mm-hmm. Will he look more fluid and better this week in the pocket against the Bengals than he did against the Jags? He will, but he'll be stiff limping a little bit because he's going to be, as Dan said, taped up and uh, and probably had a core zone shot in it. Less likely to run as much. Just take off and run, then. But can if he has to type of situation. I, I would say that's a fair statement. Yeah. yeah. I saw Christian McCaffrey – uh, he mispracticed yesterday with a calf, and I saw him on the on the board, so to speak, I, like a angled board where you can tell he's like sort of stretching it out. 
What is what is that? What is it? Just a calf muscle, the calf muscle, and is it torn? Could it be torn and him playing on it, or could it be just what is it? What would you determine that to be if it says calf? Yeah, we grade him. It's not going to be the the ligament, right? Uh, it's not going to be his Achilles. It's going to be his Achilles tendon. It's going to be more the muscle tendon attachment. So he's got a grade one injury mm-hmm. where he's got a sprain of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and interesting, you point that out when you stretch that. Yeah, um, you know, there's two ways to stretch it. You get the uh, the gastroc or the big calf muscle. Yeah. And then there's a deeper muscle called the soleus. And those are all part of that complex that goes into your Achilles. So when you stretch it, you stretch it kind of, as you see, just standing up straight and putting your ankle to the ground, trying to stretch your ankle down mm-hmm. and you have your knee bent and that gets more of the soleus. So you stretch it both ways. So it's more of that, that calf complex that's injured. Ross, are you always amazed at how Doc just rattles off like the bones and the muscles? That's what the, he does. I'm also I know, amazed but I mean, when you tell me the just, backup goalie of the Rangers is. I don't yeah. know what to tell you. But he just yeah. threw soleus out that's there. What I mean, do. That's how they roll, soleus. man. When was the last time? We, huh? Have you ever heard the term no, soleus? You know, I'm, I'm, I, I know. I'm not well, medically inclined. I know, but it's just, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Next segment, we're going to bring a poker player in, and he's going to use all the lingo that Dan doesn't know. I'm just soleus, man. I mean, yeah. come on. I, I mean, you know, Doc had me in operating on the president. I don't, you know, yeah, I, I don't. I see his mouth Good move. For I, me. I don't even hear all the syllables anymore. Yeah, I just, that's you fair. Know, that's fair. Understand what it, um, <laughs> what is I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with over there. All right, so the, the Jaguars are really in pretty good shape as they head into the offseason, right? There's nobody with some. I'm sure there's probably a few guys. Smoot's who, got the Achilles. He's a free agent. Um, Cam was meniscus, wasn't it? What did we end up with Cam? It was definitely a knee. Yeah, it was a meniscus. Yeah. It was meniscus, right? Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, there would have been the, the possibility, had the Jags kept playing, that, that he would have factored back in. But You know, that was one where I was surprised they just pushed him out because, you know, it, maybe he had it repaired. Um, if that's the case, it takes longer. That's kind of a three-month return. But if you just had it trimmed, which is the vast majority of those – and these big guys, it's kind of beat up, and you just trim that meniscus. That's a little quicker return. That sometimes could be three, four weeks where you're back. I got a baseball question for you, Doc. I'm just curious about the timing of this. Um, so, one of the Mets players, Starling Marte, he's got uh, he had second half. He'd sit out some games. He had a core injury. Core is what they called it. So I haven't. Is that like a sports hernia? Yeah, that that's kind of the term for all this, you know. Groin, you should have done more planking, Dan. That's yeah. what we lower abdominal injuries. Yeah, okay, so. which is okay, but uh, uh, and, and it, it hampered him during the season second half. Well, on Tuesday, which is now like January whatever, he had surgery to uh, uh, and, and and recovery time typically they say is eight weeks. Why? Why? Like the baseball season ended in November. So do you was he just trying to rest it to see if it would heal? Does that is that is that one of the ways that we see if we can heal a core injury by resting it and then saying, "Oh, it didn't work, so now we have the surgery?" Well, I think it was in that scenario it probably is the sports hernia type thing. Uh-huh. The diagnosis is somewhat nebulous and mm-hmm. um so it's it's a hard diagnosis, so you, you certainly do other things to try and make it better before you jump into fixing it, but okay. as they bump up against say, "Hey, if we're going to do it, we need to do it now so he's ready to go." Yeah. That's kind of the push. We went through November, we went through December, we're almost through January and 20 days we report, which tells me 8 weeks from now is uh the start of the season, man. Yeah. It's opening day. So my man ain't gonna be ready for opening day. That's not make me happy. Um, I, I, some it, because it's an injury segment. Not really questions for Doc, but just some updates on some some big names in the NBA. Big Bra- names. Brandon Ingram finally back for New Orleans last night. He missed um, twenty nine games uh, with um, from a 
I don't know if 29 games, I'm sorry, but he did miss a long time with a left big toe contusion. Yeah, 29-game absence, left big toe contusion. What does that mean? It got smashed? Yeah, it could have. 29 games, time, by the way, is about yeah. two months. Yeah, it was a long time. You just got to step on if you didn't have a fracture. But Anthony I've... Davis returned last night. Did you see what happened? You hurt again? Anthony Davis. No, he didn't. Comes, Anthony Davis comes back. Stop it. For the Lakers from his most recent injury. It's near the end of a half, so he's like back at three-quarter court, and he does one of those, you leave your feet, and you heave it as far as you can. Oh, no. And then he came down on the foot on the, <laughs> of the player, of the opponent in front of him, and rolled the ankle, and crumpled to the floor. The same one? He got back up and played more. Oh. But it was, when it happened, you're like, oh, my God, are you kidding me? Did this guy just rip it again? Meanwhile, uh, Zion Williamson and Kevin Durant, both about two weeks out, it looks like, from their, their injuries. So those are stars, so star-level players get... At least an update. Yes, sir. Football's over. You know, we're going to have to go to our bag of tricks, Dan. Bag of tricks, Doc. <laughs> Got to bring them each and every uh, Thursday. So next week, we're going to get all the Braves updates. Mike Soroka and Ozzy Albies. And we'll get Tiger. Huh? Yeah, how's Tiger? It's about time for the Tiger question. <laughs> we did We did Peyton Manning for a few years. Yeah, he was yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, you could roll with yeah. him. Yeah, we rolled with him yeah. out yeah. there. Yeah. Tiger, yeah. Tiger's the all-timer. Zion though. will be. Zion and Durant keep us going, too. Zion and... AD. Yeah. Awesome. Zion, by the way, is the king now. Yeah. That dude is always hurt for long periods of time. 23 or right. whatever. Yeah. Mm. Anything else, Doc? Anything we miss no, on your I radar? Think, no? No. I think All right. So. There you go. Thank you, Doctor. We've gone inside the injury report with Doc Kevin Murphy, Southeast Orthopedic Specialist. Sir. JacksSportsDoc.com. See you next week, Doc. Thank you, boys. Is that what it's become? <laughs> I believe you just dropped a foolishness on us. Is that what we've become? <laughs> I like just... to call it the morning riot. Touche. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, if you're looking for a side job this summer, Hick, I know you're always looking to make yes, a little extra cash. I am. If I'm you keep betting you. Huh? Well, I mean, I don't know I've why. Got 20, have... 20 simoleons in my pocket right uh, now. Get me six more, you'll have 20 more, friend. Um, but maybe, I don't know how tied you are to UNF. I am very tied. Well, there's another school that, I mean, you can go, you go sign with them for 50 grand and they're liable to pay you 75 instead and never knows the difference. It reminded me of Bernie Daigle's and the famous uh, pay scam that we worked way back in the beginning. It wasn't of our, our fault, radio people, career. so it was legit. That's correct. That's right. We were supposed to be getting a pay cut. We ended up getting a pay raise and we just went from there. We never asked. And then they shuddered and had to leave because apparently we spent all their money. We did. I don't know what happened there with that. Stocks and jocks. Shout out to... Tony Marino. Shout out Tony. Shout out Bernie. Shout out Bernie. Who's son. the little girl, Jen? Sweet Jen. Tony's girl, Jen, there for a while. That was a fantastic voyage through. <laughs> Shout out. Have you ever seen Mr. this Oprah show? Winfrey. Have, have you ever seen Shout the, out AJ Smokey Styles. That was a place that you could have made a legitimate, like, office show. Yeah. That was that that collection <laughs> of characters. It was like a My Name is Earl. What, what it was, was the sales guy's it, name? It was like a My Name is Earl episode. What was the sales guy? it was. What was the sales guy's was Jack name? Jack Black? Jack Black. Yeah, last name's not Black. It's Jack. Jack used to text the show all the time. I don't know if he still does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um... Um, uh, uh, Colleen, who does a wonderful job out, uh, sneakers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. had her for a while. Had a great group. Who was the little dude who was his secondhand guy? It lasted like a month. Remember? No. Daigle's the, 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 the shorter, sandy haired guy. No. Their big plan was to come to Jacksonville and then unleash Jeff DeForest on us. Depot. Depot. <laughs> hey, Taylor's from South Florida. They were talking about Depot like it was Dan Patrick. <laughs> Come on, man. Don't dog uh, Defo. And then who was the guy in the afternoon who was just such a nut? What's his name? Our afternoon guy. He's gone on to wreak havoc. Oh, Dino Costa. Yeah. 
Where's Dino racing? Dino bounces around. He man. did it for. He continues to do it. I think. Dino bounces around. It was, was an interesting group of people. It was. And we, had, those, and so, we had Gregory Charles, the late great Gregory yeah, Charles Larson. Yeah. We got in there. For yeah, a while. there was. Uh, there are probably people listening right now. A bunch of them who remember way back when. I do not even remember what our frequency was. The boys went. The boys went crazy when we decided <laughs> Mr. Ten was going to bring a turkey over to fry it. on Thanksgiving. Day. On Thanksgiving, we, we were, that was back when we we worked every day. We were working, and the boy, the boys, the boys went nuts, and we got we we usually didn't get told what to do, but we got a cease and desist. Man, we said we couldn't do it. It was the health, you know, health risks. And then the sun, safety risks. Probably son was a. Bernie sun. Bernie wore a, a motorcycle helmet with a like a like a unicorn <laughs> steak. steak. <laughs> And he was a big, of, and he was a big fella too. He's a nice man. I he was very him. nice. He was, he was very good to us. But he was. It was a. Me- I'm telling you, that was like a show. That was like there's a sitcom there. That was a. Sitcom. I may revisit in my head and base a character on all those people and bust us out a million dollar winner. Finally, Hick. That would be good if you could just find me the program how to format a sitcom. I'll get to work on it. how to format a sitcom. That's my biggest. Uh, that would be my biggest blockade right now. Is just how do you put it on paper? Starring. Like, George Clooney and Pat Sajak. Well, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) With Jamie Foxx as E. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we got cooking, man. Uh, (laughs) That's what we got. What's wrong with that? That's great. I forget, huh? I forget the. I was going to make a, a rambling point that had yeah, to do with that. Yeah, we got lost on that. And one. I, um, I've. Oh, I know. Back to. I got a place for you. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what they're paying you at UNF. Uh huh. Scratch his head quizzically. Yes. Um, not enough. But sign a little fifty grand deal at LSU. You're liable to get seventy five, eighty grand out of it. As we <laughs> learned, they overpaid Brian Kelly by a million dollars in year one. He told though. Exactly. Or no, like, they found out. They, they was, audited. It was kind of. He probably didn't know. Yeah. He probably they, didn't know. When you're making that much money, you, you don't see a big up. fat check and right. you keep rolling. Man. Right. You have so you have more money than you ever spend. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, if you're moving on and you want to kind of branch out, maybe a summer. You know, what's the word you always say you want to be emeritus? Emeritus. Maybe a summer emeritus. emeritus. You know? I told the the powers that be at UNF that I was searching for emeritus. Did status. they tell you there's kind of more academic pedigree needed to get that? I think. Like maybe a master's degree in something. I think probably when I left the the offices they, they up there on the third you? floor, there yeah. was some discussion. Probably some giggling. What are we doing? <laughs> what is, who is this guy? What, 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 what is, is this guy doing? Emeritus. The uh, hell? <laughs> hey, are you settled yet? Let's say things remain, mm-hmm. you know, static. Okay. And the Jags pick 24th. That's where we're at. Yep. And there's going to be some... There's there's going to be some up and down. I refuse to believe that there'll be enough down with one player to make you change your mind as to the question I'm about to pose to you. Okay. What position are you drafting? Me? That's correct. Right now? As and there is? is and, and right now is April 25th. There's nothing that can happen that will edge, change. Edge guy. Edge. So we're going to find the best edge guy. That's what we need to be focusing in on. Edge guy. Back me. in the day, the road scout would go to Mobile next week yeah, and I don't you're do point us in the right direction. Nah, I don't do that. I think it's face. I wish that I went out. That went out the tubes, man. I was working Down hard the in the break uh, on the wheel. We remind folks you're going to be spinning the wheel next segment. You're pretty happy next about segment. that. At least you got twenty bucks. I got twenty bucks and and the possibility of twenty more. No, and oh, there's always get out of jail free. No, we took Could, that off. No way. No, we, we got didn't. one spot. No, we have <laughs> dealer's choice and spin again. We changed No, that. no, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. We did change that last year, but we'll put it on for this one. We've always it, had okay, one get out of jail well, free. We haven't always had. We 
instituted it after, and it was around for six or eight. It was not on the last one. I've understood it that there is okay, always we'll, a possibility of we'll one get, spot. All right, we'll we'll do that because that's because, fine. I don't care. That's fine. You don't have yeah, to. Yeah, you know. because sources have told me that you felt like, oh man, he somehow, some way, that lucky maybe I did. will get get out of jail. <laughs> I, I know that it hasn't always been a thing, and I we had agreed. I am sure we had agreed to take it off. I'm but not we'll asking wait. the Googans either because I know the Googans don't want ever. it there. Yeah, I understand no, that. That's fair. They want me to suffer. That's fair. And I thought everyone we, else to suffer along. Here, here's here's like one of the perils of following your two favorite radio hosts uh, into the you know uh-huh. into our veteran leadership mm-hmm. is I mean we can't remember what happened a week ago. Well, that's I'm true. sure we stated you know very we probably assuredly did. last week what the parameters. Check would on be. that in the brain. Yeah. What uh? But we, what I, was your point? I, I, I want an edge rusher. Uh, my point is then that's who we need to focus and find one. Yeah. You can't now, you can't tell me in a month you want a corner is my point. Stay true to yourself. Well, I mean, you it's can't like, tell me, uh, okay, I'll take a fairness, tight end. But in Jeff, I don't know who Deontay Banks is. It doesn't matter. I don't you know who Emmanuel position. Forbes is. I don't either, but you got to take the best one of whoever that position no, is at the time. I got to take the best player. I'm a good team yeah, now, I don't, so I got to take that, the best player. Yeah, now, what if Jordan Addison's it's, there? Here's the deal. Yeah. He, he very likely could be. Now you're going to throw a receiver into the options? Oh, yeah, everything except quarterback. Yeah. What if Dalton Kincaid's there or Michael Mayer? It's a tight end. I get it. What well, if? Well, then you're not very you're, – you're, dis- you're, you're, you're squashing the very premise of the segment. Isaiah Foskey had 22 sacks That's in Notre, Notre Dame, Dame. Right. For two years. I'm saying, uh, you know, to hockey sticks, with all due respect to those other players you just mentioned who are real good players you're in other positions. You're taking Isaiah Foskey. I'm taking him or whoever is What about him? Brian Branch from Alabama? I'm not taking a safety. Uh-huh. Why? I'm good uh-huh. there. Uh-huh. We good. We good at safety. Who we got? We got Rayshon and Cisco. We're good at safety. Right. And we got Dewey. Well, Dewey's a free back, agent. Kinda. Dewey's a free agent. So those I'm are- not making you take an in. I rush in, but I'm, that's, I'm for the purposes of this exercise, you're deciding now, and we're not going to let ourselves get swayed by the flavor of the week that emerges from the combine. Not the flavor. As to the position. I'm ranking the board. We need there's and I'm taking my best play. Well, here's the deal. Why not? I'll tell you why not. Okay. We desperately need an edge rusher. Find yeah. the best one and we take do. him there at 24. We, we do. don't desperately need anything else. I would say. I saw Pete Prisco, who knows the Jaguars very well. I know. Having us take an offensive tackle. I know. I, I know. You wouldn't want that. No, I wouldn't. I um, here, Here's the question I would ask you. Okay. And, and I'm open to it. Yes or no? Mm-hmm. The two starting corners next next year are going to be Tyson Campbell and Darius Williams. Those are your starters. Those are your outside starters at cornerback. I okay. would I'd be willing to bet a lot of money. Okay. I think they're happy with those guys. I think they look at a okay. variety of reasons. All right. Anyway, so my point is this: Would you consider Tyson Campbell and Darius Williams to be at worst an average tandem in the NFL, and probably uh, would 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 check out at above average? Oh uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good tandem. Yeah. How, where would our defensive line weigh out in the process? Would it be average or below average? Because above average doesn't come into play. I think it's average, but I don't, I don't think it's as Either bad way, as you, but I, 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 I want it to be better. One is a bigger need. Yeah, this, I would agree with that. To, to what I said, it was a guy that was like a Brugler or a guy, a guy that we got mm-hmm. just some, you know, one mm-hmm. of, we're to the time, by the way, thoughts and prayers go out to the CBSSports.com staff. 
This is the time of year they send them to those mock draft sweatshops oh, off in Thailand. Dumbass. They put them in these big dirt floor barns with large, small ceiling fans, and there's a hundred of them lined up right now in the sweatshop, yeah. just firing off mock drafts. That's fair. Right. So it let's, was, see, let's see which one we got today. It's not one of those guys, Hick. Let's see who's got it today. This was a guy talking about the draft in general. It was one of the like a Brugler or somebody that we would would respect a little bit more. There it is, NFL mock draft. And he said the three Chris Damaso has done. There you go. Is. The three deepest spots in this year's draft. You ready? Yeah. Like stupid deep drafts. Yeah. For rush end, mm-hmm. cornerback, and tight end. So there you go. Round one, two, three, running back and four, C in September. He's got uh C.J. Stroud going to the Raiders with the first pick. This Raiders is trading just, up. This is this is well. What I Stroud get out of was the first pick in, with with Kuiper. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying the Raiders aren't trading <laughs> up the one. I mean, what? Are well, we where doing? are the Raiders picked? Aren't they like six or They're seven? Like seven. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. That's not a terrible slotting for the player. At least. All right. Where's he got? Do you know who Devon Witherspoon is? Yes, it's Sophia Witherspoon's uh, son. And yes. She was a great player down in Gainesville for the for the Gators. Very nice. Yeah. He's a corner from. Illinois. He's got him going six to Detroit. I believe it's Illinois, but yeah. If you're Detroit, are you taking that? No. Come on, dumbass. Oh, didn't didn't uh, the, got they just take? had a Cuda a couple years ago? He's playing well. He's got us take taking Anton Harrison. What's he? But he has us picking twenty fifth. Whatever. He maybe he made a mistake. I can't do this. Yeah, you can't. You got to have the right order. Tell me who that Harrison kid is, though. What is Offensive he? Offensive tackle. I've got a lot of O snaps right now on my computer. I don't know what's happened here. What does that mean? Oh, snap. We can't open the page. Oh. What do you think of, um, <laughs> if you're Jeff Saturday, why do you want to coach the Colts? Why? He just went one and seven. It could have been a good experience. Because your friend is the owner. Is that it? You weren't very, it's not just, it wasn't just the record. He was one and seven. And he, and he wasn't good. And it's not just the record. He had a lot of dumb mistakes. The Pittsburgh game, he didn't use his, tight, his, yeah. his timeouts right. right. He blew the biggest game in NFL history. He did nothing that made you see a, you know. He was the coach of the Colts against you never the Vikings. Saw, you never saw, saw, yeah, right. You never saw a ray of genius within all the failure. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a disaster all the way across. If Jeff Saturday wants to be a coach, maybe go be, a, you know, just a coach somewhere for a few years. You know, if you really love the Colts all about that, then coach the O-line next year. But we need to get a head coach in here. Right? I agree. So, I, agree. I, um, I yeah. I don't know why. He, I guess you would, what do you, what, what do you want to say? I mean, then you would kind of question, why would you take it to begin with if you're really not interested in it or no? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boys are funny on Twitter today. What are they after? Joe, you sent me a $20 bill with Billy Napes picture in the middle. Mm, I can't probably... pay you with these like y'all collective tried to do to Rashada. Mm. <laughs> that made me laugh out I loud. I don't need to get started on the collective. No, no. Like I said, I've entered that world. I admit it. I'm pay to play guy now. Yeah. When I offered Hicken $20 more if he yes. can get the Gator basketball team six more wins this year. Yes. What would that put the overall record, by the way? Uh, that would have you 12 f- and 8. You'd be 5 and 5, so 13. You'd be what? 12 and 8 and 6, 18 and 13 going into the tourney. What's amazing about Florida basketball, who won last night over? See, South Carolina is what I thought Florida was. <laughs> they're terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're 44th in those net rankings. It's just it's, it's just odd. They already have a t- – I was watching – did you watch the game last night? They, yeah. they put a stat up there top. I think they're like 28th in schedule strength. Mm-hmm. And they're about to play these four games. They'll be like a top 10 schedule strength by the end of the weekend or by the end of next weekend. 
A Gators got a uh, Kentucky transfer yesterday. Um, offensive lineman. One thing that Billy Napier's done, I don't know how good they are, but he's got some massive size on the offensive line. I guess the question with a Kentucky kid is why aren't you playing at Kentucky? If you're going to help Florida, then I don't think he had a single start at, at Kentucky. Right. But he was a former five-star, for for sure. I mean, um, been kind of a lost basketball year for FSU. It's kind yes. of a lost year, which makes next year an important bounce-back year, does it not? Well, I mean, they they were dead. They were one in nine. But I'm I mean, no. My, my point is a little bit bigger one that Leonard Hamilton is up there. May have outperformed his natural ceiling when he had I think that we, little. I think we destroyed Leonard when we had him on the show. He's never been the same. Hasn't has he? been the same since he came on the show. Everything went downhill after that appearance. Listen, Leonard Hamilton faced a lot of criticism for a lot of years for underachieving. He had a great window there of four, five, or six years where FSU was a legitimate, you know, tourney team. And now we're we're kind of getting back into maybe more the natural settling of where you can expect Leonard Hamilton to be or no? Not seven. Is that too hard? Yeah, it's too harsh. Not seven. Now, look, last year wasn't very good well, either. 17 and 14. They didn't, yeah. didn't play in not even the – FSU got screwed. They had a legitimate shot at a Final the year, Four just the year in, before. in the COVID year. Yeah, just the year before. That's amazing. The COVID year, they had a legitimate shot. They were very, very good. Yeah. They won the ACC. They, I mean, they were dominant. And since that time, they made the Sweet 16 since then. And, and haven't they'll miss the tournament two years in a row now. And yeah, last year, not even the NIT. I they had a nice they... run of uh, 32, Elite 8, Sweet 16, a COVID cancel, Sweet 16. So that's what I'm saying. That's a four. And outside of that, in Leonard Hamilton's five year run, that was very good. Other than that, tell people what he was for the like 10 years before that. At well, FSU. He went to FSU, missed NIT, missed NIT, 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 round of 64, round of 64, round Sweet 16, round of 32, NIT, NIT, missed NIT, and uh, so round I, of 32. I guess the point is. When COVID hit, and they're purport- they could possibly be the number one seed. They're sending multiple guys to the NBA. They're mm-hmm. they're a really good, athletic, tough, com- you know, winning ACC tournaments. It's a really good team. Yeah, right. And now that that fell completely outside of what Leonard Hamilton had been at FSU, and what he now is going to be two years in a row. He is. So I just wonder: are the, are the glory days of FSU hoops? Is that it? I don't know. We peaked with that. Those groups are playing a lot. Of, you know, Pat, think of all the players. Year there, Scotty Barnes and 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 Patrick Williams and Jonathan Isaac and 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 uh, uh, there's only one person, Beasley. There's only one person who could answer that question. Are the glory years done? And that's Lee Lockett, the only Seminole fan I know, basketball fan I know. Yeah, I, I mean, there are I know no Seminole so, basketball fans. Well, there are a few. There are more than he's one. a Seminole basketball they, fan. There are more than Lee Lockett. He went to Brooklyn to watch the ACC tournament. Yeah, that's a fan. Well, for sure. I, I have at least one FSU. I consider you to be an FSU basketball fan if you go to at least a game a year. Oh, yeah. Okay, I, I know a few people that fall into that category. But, listen, you also have to be really engaged and good. I, mean, I don't know if you looked at uh, the, the, the crowd in Gainesville last night. It wasn't exactly overflow. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> About 6,800 I had a kid in, in my building. class was criticizing. I, 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 we were talking yesterday about Gator basketball, and he was like, oh, you know, we – I think, you know, just going on about, and I go, you, you're a young Gator basketball fan. You expect championships. I get it. But, yeah. 
I'm here to tell you that those. I, I just find this part of that whole thing, and I don't want to revisit, you know, to the extent it has nothing to do with Mike White. Let's talk about Gator basketball in uh-huh, general. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't know where all these you expect a championship came from. They had an unbelievable group that won back to back. That's not like they're marching off to title Pats, games. Pats guys made the Elite Eight but four they, years in a row. But they didn't go to the champ. They didn't win a championship. No, but they could have. No, well, apparently not because they didn't. Well, they could have. They had those two other final seventeen four against UConn, man. Yeah. That Elite Eight did not feel satisfying at all when we did that streak. It's nice to look back as a marker of your I, program. Here's one thing, and, and, and just keeping it real, and, and it's my opinion, and I don't watch much other college basketball besides the SEC. The SEC is not that good. Oh. They're, they're just to, not. To, Texas to, A&M is the third best team in the SEC, well, and they're not that good. I don't think it's fair to Shout say Shout out that. Joe Deegan. I don't think you can say they're the third best team. They have the third they're best. They're six and one. They bro. have the third best. Seven games. They have the third. They beat Auburn last night. They, they lost to Kentucky on Saturday. They're Kent- not the well, third best okay. team. Kentucky's a third. Kentucky's actually probably still right there with Alabama and Tennessee. I told Kentucky Jeff they're going to be 13-5, and five, and I'll be correct. When they yeah. were 1-3, and three, I told them they'll be 13-5. and five. Arkansas is also better than Texas A&M, and I know they're th- four games they're, worse. They're struggling. But I think they're better, yeah. so, I, I, you know. Yeah. Florida and Texas A&M, have they not played two, like, two-point games? I consider Texas A&M to be us with the two wins. If we win those games, we're 7-1. and one. LSU was 11-1 and one when they entered conference play. They're now 12-7. and seven. Well, I think... 12-8. Mississippi State, LSU, and Ole Miss being and, and South Carolina all having one conference win. I like. I don't consider Florida. This is where I do credit Todd Golden. Yeah. I don't think Florida's better than those four teams. I don't. Oh, the I same. Do. I watched LSU play. They yeah. Were, I watched. I watched Florida play at LSU. Yeah. I didn't see the Mississippi State game because I was in Kansas City. Yeah. I watched that one. That was a typical Florida game. Just a, a slugfest, a rock fight. But they won the game. All right, let's do this. Uh, let's get this nonsense over yeah, with. Yeah, we're going to spin. We got the cat coming in. We'll spin the wheel. It's a custom tree surgeon's Thursday. I'll the celebrate day. with my $20. Mm. Hey! Oh. I'm there's a lot. Yeah, buddy. There's a lot of people that thought Cat would be spinning today when he made the ridiculous proposition. He did. That the Jaguars, after 2-1, and one, were definitely Woo. a playoff team or he'd spin with, uh, without any, Gosh, you know. Dog it. Um, it's a dark day. Couple couple of things dark about moment. this. Dvorak is my last name, but Curtis Dadamas is also that's fine. Part of our family heritage. We've we've added some exciting nuances to <laughs> I the saw Friday one of your boys. Pack. I but saw we'll, one we'll of your boys at a Jags game, and uh, one, of my, one of the shark guys. One no, one of your friends. Oh, <laughs> it's a limited group, but I saw one. <laughs> Most are former friends because he's gone hermit mode. Group. Yeah, I saw one, and he and I said to him as we were wa- I was walking out of the stadium. And uh, I can't remember what game it was. And it was before a game. I was going to see my family, and he was coming in. And I said, dude, I said, are you the one? What? Are you the one who gives him the picks? <laughs> oh, the shenanigans, folks. The bitterness. He enjoyed, he enjoyed that. Now, is it worth the $149.99 a year you play for the bulk package to the get bitterness. that insight? <laughs> the bitterness. If you, guys, if you guys knew how those lines work, how those I phone do, lines work. I do work. know how they work. My biggest fault in the Friday five-pack is not actually doing it for the Googans and waiting until 8.20 on Friday morning. It really, that's my biggest fault. Although, I will say this. The last two weeks, I was grinding, boy. I was going through all the scenarios, and my, I know what the traps are. I get it, but uh, anyway, I'm just glad that I was able to survive, and that leads us to this real important moment of the oh, show right big now. Time, big time, Where Dan Hicken has to spin the wheel. So, a couple things about the wheel. E.T., you say you're putting this up somewhere? Oh, yeah, I'm trying to go live on Facebook okay. right now. Are we there right now? Is no, it rolling? I think we rolling, baby. Okay, good. Oh, okay. So, a couple things. I'll Let me leave, the, leave my headset here. Right. I'll show folks here. 
Um, the production value of the wheel's a little down this go-round. Yeah. <clears throat> I spent the break, uh, you know, scratching out Post-it notes. <laughs> but nonetheless, the punishments are the same. And I will say this. The punishments in many are the same. In many incidents. You've let down the integrity of the wheel and no, the punishments are the whatever, same. Whatever. You spin and you hit a, hit, a, hit a deal, man. What if, let me ask a question. What? For judging sake. If one falls off? What if when I spin one okay, of the post-its okay. come off? Then you would take the corresponding one on the other side. We got a picture of it. You know, feel know. free to make your own damn board. We know. You go cut out your pictures and make it all I mean, pretty. I'm a, I'm go ahead. Loser. I'm not making huh? the board. I'm not either. <laughs> Normally, you could blame the producer on this, but in fairness, E.T. asked me a week ago, what do I need to do for the board? And then so this morning, I was scratching out on Post-it notes. <laughs> e. I think it looks ask. fine, doesn't it? Board's in the shot. Shark Logo's in the shot. We're good. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right. Shark I got Cuddies a, is not sponsoring the board. Here's the problem They're I not have. sponsoring here. the board. Hey, E.T., here, you're going to have to scoot that way. Hey, Cat, scoot that way a little bit. Our bill just went e. up. E. we got to sponsor the mic. board. Shark Cody's bill is going up. We're sponsoring the board. Uh, the, the, if we, we could on the Facebook page, E, just put like a zero and make the number go up. There. I have to see it because i got to do the play button. All right, all right. All right. Things are boot oh, you out. Oh, head, oh, yeah. We're all over the place. I'm not trying here. to boot you out of the shot. I just, yeah, why don't you sit over on that side? That's a play by play going well, on here. Well, I mean, we got to let people know not everyone can watch the Facebook Live as we sit here. All right, just so we can remind folks what is at stake for Dan, um, we have You're a Clown. Yes. Uh, Dan, uh, one of you listeners having a party. We said kids' party. It could be a grown up party. Okay. But Dan will appear oh, that's at. That's right. It could be yeah. anybody's party. You have to For be a, a third, clown. What did we say? That 30 minutes uh, yeah. appearance as a yeah. clown. Do, do I have on. to do a. Do yeah, sure. A, uh, like some a, sort. Some make sort it of. Make, make me down. a bicycle. Right. Balloon yeah. thing. You've got to do something. something right. Yeah. No, you, you know, we, we understand. You've got to entertain. 30 minutes. You've got to entertain. 30 minutes. Yeah. Put on a clown show. One that Dan has said that if he gets dealer's choice, he may very well pick is. He has to do a five-minute stand-up routine at the Comedy Zone. Yes. Yeah, I think that would be fun for everybody. And like, the five that, minutes is a very short time span. I, I'm not as worried about that as I would is. include all my all you guys and my friends, and we would have a good time, yeah. you know, heckling. We'd, heckle and, we'd make him do original yeah. material. And I Put would him on the stopwatch. Sweat, and it'd be great. Okay. It's going to be, be great. Fun. I love that. Uh, we also have Fat Guy in a Little Coat. Yeah. I got a jacket. Dan, That's Dan a good one. Uh, is going to have to squeeze into a jacket way too small for him on Action News uh, Fox 30. I got a blazer. CBS 47. I got a blazer this tight on me. Okay, good. So this is going to be good. And while he is wearing if it, that. If it rips, at, is that okay? It doesn't matter. Okay. At if the it end rips of, in the set, in, the, in your. At the beginning of the sports cast, he will have to explain why he's fat guy little coat and personally shout out both Curtis and I for whipping him in the five pack this year. I think, yes. I think the exact words were in there that uh, he has to say that we're amazing humans. Something to that effect. As he signs off. That's fine. I'd rather just say games. I pick football games better. I'm fine with that. We have the nasty jelly bean challenge. Dan mm. will have five jelly beans that could be either delicious six. or. He lost by six. Okay. Six are terrible. They're either good or terrible. Yeah. Now, at least you have a chance. He's luckier than I am. Like, I spun it. I got all bad flavors. I finally, the very last one, got a good one. So, so you spin six times. Yeah. Well, you, you, there's two there, and you pick one, and you pop it They're in. They're two right? the same color. Same one color. Tastes, one tastes like one's good, one's apple, bad. And one tastes like boogers. Oh, right. Man. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And you just pick a side. You pick which side yeah. you're you pick, just you pop just pick, it in. You've got to pick Woo. the color. You can t- yeah, it is. And then, My stomach just turned. The worst, I remember listening to that Well, one. the worst that is that you have that five seconds where you're trying to See oh no! Because oh, you, don't, no. you don't spit it out. By the way, you got to swallow. Oh, you got to swallow. Yeah, but yeah. but but you got to chew, right? If it's, yeah, you, you have can't to just chew take it like it. an no, Advil. No, right. no, no, no. You got to oh, no. chew. It. Yeah. <laughs> that's because by the way, I want to clarify that because yeah. that's what I would do. Yeah, no, you can't. No, like, no, no, yep. no. You got to chew it up and swallow it. Ah, show right. it. You know that's all what right. I did. Oh, it's gross. Oh, it's a bad one, Stu. All right, that's making my. All right, and then the final one. Oh, we've got the polar plunge. We're going to fill up the uh, ice ice tank out front for him. 
And then the final one is the uh, back wax. Uh, but right here, in studio. In studio, no but we have said no video. No video. He's, but audio. He's, he's, in, but, yeah, uh, he's, oh, he's instituted the paparazzi clause there. He just doesn't want that now going listen. viral. Uh, it can't be any TMZ stuff either. No, no, no. no There's no, no, no video. Yeah. No, no. I mean, we got dark in the windows. Recorded, yeah. recorded it. You know. The only ones we'll, you get to we'll watch like, are you, you know, three. We'll do, we'll do like a 25-year-old's bachelor party, and we'll just paste up some newspaper over Right, E.T., yeah. you've been to one of those parties, E. Uh, one uh, or two. Where yeah. you tape up that newspaper and, over the windows. And, and yeah. we may have to put a towel on the floor before we start. <laughs> They're gonna, if you know what I mean, E. <laughs> gonna, put he a towel. Talk, is he talking about rolling up a towel and pushing it up underneath <laughs> That's the, what I'm talking the about. Door? Wow. Yeah, the, you want to uh, go spin? No. <laughs> Not really. Are I we think, doing it? I think 1010 is going to have to tell people to come in. If he gets the back, swa- back wax, they're going to have to come in late that day because I don't think people are going to want to hear that. Like in the building, sitting yeah. right. Across, like we have people trying to work. How many work pulls is that? Here. Would you say? How many pulls? Yeah, like We're how not many times? Do whole back, I mean, like, yes, back yeah, wax. Uh, back wax. Not just one. We're getting them all. You're getting your whole back wax. Well, how many do you think that That's would be? Probably six. I, from what I saw the other day, <laughs> yeah. it could be a lot. Yeah. <laughs> You know, well, I mean, I don't want little pieces. I want long yeah. pieces. Like rip it right off. Right. Let's get That's it done. What you do. I bet you somebody out there, like two, two. somebody Whoa. out there who does. You don't this want the guy to have to use two hands though. Ooh, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want the back wax if I was you. Somebody yeah. out there. Well, I wouldn't want any of these. I'm glad I'm not spinning the wheel. That is in no way taunting. Yes. Hey, uh-huh. nice picks this year. Thank nice you. picks this year. Jeff. Appreciate it. Nice <laughs> way to be free this morning. Way to have nothing to worry about. By the way, this is back to back years. He's. It is. Last year he was back a Cupid. Back-to-back champs. Yeah. Back-to-back champs. Yeah. You're the champ. I'm just <sighs> happy to be in the middle. That's right. I do get a Virginia Tech. Like, Remember, that was the thing. First place was, was supposed to get a, a – like oh. It was. Should okay. we pull the – we've no, got to pull I, the show. we got to pull the show. E.T.'s also looking like, what the hell is he talking about? No, you, you win a, from about? your school. You do? You're supposed to win uh, – uh, what is he doing? Like Why is he going – What is he You're doing? You're supposed to – like a shirt or a jacket or something. What is he doing in there? Oh, gosh. we got people – we got oh, he's rubbing oh, he's, the Mets. He's rubbing the Mets for good luck. He's, he has brought his Mets. The Mets haven't exactly given you good luck, friend. I'm not Bad. sure. Hold All on. right, here we go, gang. We I will give you the sound effects of the wheel spin, and we will let you know what it comes up on. Dan Hicken, the loser in this year's Friday Five Pack, will pay the price momentarily. And if you have Facebook, you go ahead and log on to Facebook on 1010XL's Facebook and check it, it out. Is. He didn't spin it. It's got to go right, around. It's got to go all the way around a few yeah. times, right? Yeah. Here we go. Oh. oh. Here we go. We're down to the wire, and we are polar plunge. Polar plunge right out front. I got to be honest. That's I'm disappointed. That's like last on the power ranking to me of punishments. There's going to be a lot of screaming. There we will. It have, is we cold. We have to have it set up out there. What did we say? Five yes, minutes. Five minutes. There is going to be a lot of screaming. Okay, I and, trust Cat. And by the way, Cat listen, set it up for the next twenty minutes after it. He won't. He'll be on. He'll be, okay, <laughs> the air. He'll be doing that. Yeah. All right. Well, it's the point. It's going to be hilarious. I got it. If it were me, and I had all of these choices, I think I'd want the polar plunge. Dan doesn't though, so nah, that's what matters. Really he like said what plunge. he wanted, and it wasn't that. I would have so. done the comedy zone if I had yeah. my if Dealer's Choice came up. I would have done the comedy. You would have picked zone. comedy oh, I got zone. You. Yeah, the polar plunge is going to And the back sting. wax is out of there, which is back good. Wax is out I of put there. it out there for you guys. <laughs> you I did. gave you a shot. I'd say you <laughs> And by the way, what we've done is we I have I went hard on this one. He looks relieved. He I will looks relieved. I, I will say this too He's for like, the this listeners. like this is going to hurt, but so y'all know, this is how much we care about you guys. We had to get out of jail free uh slot for a few spins. This goes back a little ways yes. and we have changed that to We've taken get out of jail free. There's always going to be a punishment, but we replace it. There's now two dealer's choice slots. So, and all that means is of the other seven penalties, you get to choose the one you want. So just know the polar plunge is not what he would have chose. That makes it a loss, Cat. 
There it is. All right, let's uh, take a break. We can recap. Let's talk a little about the Jack. Stick All around right. with us another segment. You're listening to The Drill, Custom Tree Surgeons Thursday. <laughs> All right, uh, people listen, they respond, they react quickly. Yep. We got We got, we need to add a parameter though. It's got to be a. Does it have to be a cold day, or does it even matter? No, we're doing this. We have right here. It's an ice. No, no, but does it need to be cold outside, or that doesn't really that matter? Doesn't Once matter. you're in the ice, it doesn't matter. Oh, you're the freezing. air temp outside. It's, the only part that is is tough from getting from inside the heat to two steps out the it's door. It's almost better if it's 65 degrees and not 40. Yeah, it doesn't. It, the that, wind is out of my sails. I'll let you guys carry this block. He, He's not happy. He's not happy. A, He's landed on the polar plunge, and you say some I, he, somebody's already called in and, Blair, and offered. Blair from Jack's Ice House okay. has called in. They're going to donate the ice. Thanks Thanks Shout lot, out to Mook. <laughs> and you, you got the tub? And I'll get a trough. Right. I'll just get one. Can't of, make I'll the club in the tub, players. Don't forget that. Can't make the club in the tub. Tractor supply or one of those. I'll go get a horse trough. I need to go jog around and get sweaty and he goes down right you go down to chin you don't yeah, just yeah. up to your neck, yeah, just up to your neck. Right yeah. There. Yeah. and just chill and you gotta have you, you ever been i've minutes. never been in an ice tub like that have you yeah you have yeah not for long though yeah yeah five it's, minutes is a long time oh, yeah. i'm always curious when they do that why don't they why aren't they like why, why aren't you subjected like frostbite and those things that has to be a lot more exposure i guess you gotta go a lot longer than that yeah, yeah but uh i mean cryotherapy we're, is yeah. we're not gonna we're not gonna <laughs> look we're, we're not gonna do this you see those videos online like i've been doing uh polar plunge or ice plunges for about the last two months um into the cold therapy on, on purpose yeah 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 i do them every morning um and but you don't go five minutes no, I do five minutes every morning. You do? Yeah, I do five minutes every morning. Like today, you've already done a polar plunge? Yeah, yeah. I was in there 7, How 15 cold was it? Do you go to a place to do it, or do you do it at, you 50, have it set up at 50, home? 58 degrees. My pool right now is about yeah. 58, Pool's 59 Oh, so you do it in the pool. Yeah. And you just stand there and wait for five minutes to pass? Go what does there. that get your blood flow? What's the reason? There's a, there's a whole rabbit hole of, of benefits. I hear um, into Wonderful. It. I'll feel it, better. It doesn't surprise me. It is. Me. It's amazing. You're going to have a ton of energy. It's great for you. It doesn't surprise me at all. Of all the people that I know in the whole world, the guy that would be most likely yeah. to start his day with a polar plunge would be the cat. No, it's 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 all. go down the rabbit hole yourselves, folks. I hear uh, but we won't get it to those videos you see where it's just I mean packed with ice and Dan has to like shimmy past that. We're gonna get it you know, we'll get oh, it down there sub, sub fifty. I want him to look like unfrozen caveman lawyer, just his head sticking out of a block of ice. It'll there'll be ice <laughs> chunks floating in it, but uh it's there's gonna be when's the last time you did one? Long time ago. Did you, was yours for therapeutic reasons? No, or just, just for fun. Just I mean, I've, gone, like? I've jumped in cold pools and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. I, yeah. I'm talking about sitting for five minutes. No. And I, I don't like that. That minutes. would not be – I wouldn't want that one. Yeah, it's – I'll be counting the seconds. Although on the – That's pa- the tough part. You're 300 gonna, seconds. We'll put a mic – got to get a mic out there. we got to get all the stuff. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll do it like to, we did it. Yeah, we'll, we'll – We'll help pass the time. That's what – so do we do it next Thursday? I mean, should we just plan we it? do it next Thursday. We talked about that. Do you want to do next Thursday or do you want to do it Super Bowl Thursday? Either one. Next let's two, do it. Uh, the end of the NFL season. Thursdays. It's the end of the. Let's do Super Bowl Thursday. All, all right. right, two weeks gives us time to get it all together and stuff. Yeah, wonderful. Can't wait. <laughs> There's a deadness. There's a deadness yeah. in his yeah. face. If you with the Facebook Live is gone, but you also wear the scarlet <clears throat> letter of losing the Friday Five Pack two years in a row. When you're a degenerate Dan that people turn to for big game information. <laughs> yeah. There's a scar. There's some scarring there. I did make twenty dollars today. He, he did. did make twenty. He won bucks. that bet. The he thing- took me to the cleaners on that. I would not let you. I wouldn't buy your punishment. I wouldn't sell it for twenty bucks. No, I wouldn't either. Yeah. Speaking of selling, <laughs> hundred bucks maybe. If you give me a hundred bucks, I will do the polar plunge. Yeah, hundred bucks. I, I you'll take, switch out with it. Yeah, I take that back. I was fifty. I was. I was. He just took it back. What no, you, you do it every. We hey, were playing off yeah. what we were talking about. Were you throwing fifty. Was, I throw him fifty. <laughs> he was saying, "What are I you saying?" I then I'm really only throwing in thirty. Yeah. I will, I will do it for 
three hundred dollars. Oh wait. Yeah, okay, no. wait. It was a hundred. Right, I said a hundred. No, I, go. I was explaining what we were talking about when oh. I said I'll do it for a hundred. I was like, so for th- hold on, for three hundred dollars, you'll switch places with let Dan me, and let do me the- think about it. <laughs> <laughs> As I'm I know one thing, my man E oh, get underwater for for. <laughs> For I'll five minutes for that three hundred. Yeah, what, I what might. I, if you're, you know, first of all, you're not offering me three hundred dollars to do it instead. You're not. Uh, I'm thinking. About if it. you do, you know what? Hell yeah, Googans well, for, for three hundred dollars. Googans, three hundred dollars. Jeff, Jeff will switch places. Easy. That's an easy, That's easy question, easy. man. Yeah, I'll do it for three hundred bucks. Googans, yeah. unite. I will. <laughs> I won't like it. It's terrible. I, this is not allowed, and he's doing it. Who's, ben, do who's Venmo? This isn't how it works. No, let's do. Let's. You, I'm not doing it. Let's add it. you to it. Yeah, I'm not for three hundred bucks. We add we get go, two gold go, No, because you know what happened then. You're selfish. It should go to charity. I'm getting out of this game <laughs> right now. I'm out. <laughs> all right, Dan's doing it. We're not. Yeah, we're not. All right. Yeah. Experts uh, caution that for some people, shocking the body with cold water <laughs> could do more harm than good, even at less than frigid temperatures. The National Center for Cold Water Safety warns that sudden immersion can kill a person in less than a minute. No. Is that true? <laughs> oh no. No, oh, no, I think I think you're. Yeah, I think you'll be okay. All right. Well, hey. uh, should we have, we'll let Doc Murphy stick around on Thursday. Just yeah, case. could you just stay longer, Doc? Could you just stay here for a sec? Do you have your stats? Listen, you could look right now for anything you do today. If you search online, you'll find how that can kill you too in 10 minutes. Love where, it. Where you eat, where you drive. I didn't search. That was sent in by one of the Google. Well, they're, they're trying to scare you. Yeah. Uh, um, do you guys, um, so Kat, just to put a summation on, on, you know, on the season. That was. Uh, that was. It was, uh, it, it, it. It was so reminiscent of 96 in so sure. many ways, and I think it's going to play much like the 96 team did. The 96 team, it, it was just a springboard for three years of yep. really good and times dominant football. That and, and the difference is this one I think will last longer, but I, I would expect the 90, I would expect the 2023 season to look a lot like the 1997 season. You know, it'd be a double digit win team that is, you know, clearly in the play. It's a more a matter of not do you make yeah. the playoffs, but. Where are you in the hierarchy? Do you guys agree with me that the next step for this team, whether or not it happens next year, is to be one of the top two seeds? Then you just play a home game and you're off. I think I think before – in the next year, so I don't know about that. I think the next year and two years is, is about, like you said, 97-98, where we, we probably win the division again. We make the playoffs. You know, we're comp- maybe make a pass divisional round, whatever. But, yeah, I mean, but any that's the thing. You watched what happened this year. Anything could happen. Correct. Two plays in that Chiefs game. But in the end, the, ways, in the, end sure. of the – the four best teams are playing this week. For sure. And yeah. that's, that's what's cool. When you looked at it at the beginning of the year, we, we named those four teams. Like, everybody right. named those four teams. Nine, yeah, Buffalo, the Bills, the Bills were in Buffalo, there, too. Buffalo, sorry. But, yeah. but Cincy, Buffalo, and Chiefs were the, yes. were the three yes. mentioned. Yes. I just thought this year was awesome for, uh, for Jacksonville just for uh, – because, again, like you said, 96, it was reminiscent of that. But it was a, its own unique thing. It was the 20 sure, yeah. squad. Oh, it was yeah, yeah. coming off of Urban – you know, coming and off it, of that it, disaster. It, and, and if it didn't entertain you, no season ever will. Again, the comeback. The cardiac cats part yeah. was the was the part that really brought back the yes. memories. That's what brought back the memories for yes. all of us who were in the late I mean, 90s. You're talking down 17 to Vegas, down 17 to the Cowboys, down 9 to the Ravens and winning on a two-point conversion, down 10 to the Titans, down 27 to the Chargers. I mean, you don't get that in any most seasons. So that... If that doesn't make you, if that doesn't bring you back, then I'm not sure what will. You also have a franchise quarterback and an outstanding coach. So, arrow pointing way yeah. up. But the Cardiac sport. Cats nickname came yes. in the late 90s. Yes. And, and, like, we remember that. We yes. remember those games. And it was just like, you think about the Buffalo and the Denver game. Yes. You know, 31. I mean, it's, it's, it was so cool to see that 
come back. And then the other cool thing, I, I saw a, a post today from this guy right here, Tom mm-hmm. Coffin, J-Fund, mm-hmm. uh, Dable and Peterson. Yeah. Uh, they had they had uh, J-Fund guys. shots of the J Fund guys. They yeah. had shots of them doing Zoom calls with J Fund patients. Yeah, <clears throat> and both of them are, are the up coaches, for coaches of the year. Coaches yeah. of the year, like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it is cool. And 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 they're both good dudes. And you know, we think Peterson should win. I'm sure, and I'm sure Giants fans think that Dayball should win, and Niner fans think Shanahan should win. He's done a lot, a great deal. All, all those guys did a great deal. But for what Peterson did for our city, and the way he brought this team back from just being a, a Quite frankly, a laughing stock. An embarrassment is is an embarrassment across the board, on and off the field. Yeah. The franchise had become an embarrassment. Yeah. I mean, so and we're now, back. Yeah, we're back, and and, the, and there's nothing. It, I'm telling, you, if you could have, and you've you've done this before for a lot of years, but to be at that party in Kansas City at that tavern with all those Jaguar fans uh, was special. It was special, and to be at Daly's place, I'm told. I've talked to some of my friends who went to that. Yeah, was special. So it's it's there's a lot of Really good stuff happening because of that. It's fun to see, and the most exciting part for me, because um, I, I did a ton of appearances, 7,000-plus appearances when I was mm-hmm. uh, working for him, is knowing what this offseason and the schools those players are going to go to and the and the boys and girls clubs are going to go visit right. and all the charity events and the Mount Washington right. kids are going to go see. Right. All of those things are going to have such bigger impacts because of the winning. And and now, listen, for a lot of years, if I, if I went and talked to a school, I always ask them, you know, who's your favorite NFL team? And I couldn't get – Three right. Jaguar fans sure. in that class. Now it's going to be. Now we'll have Jaguar fans, yeah. and that's what you need to build your franchise, especially with the small market challenges. And I always tell people, and I've made, you know, all my kids are Jaguar fans, but it, it, I get it too. If you're, it, it's it's no fun to root for a team that you want to leave at halftime for. Yeah. You know, it's no fun to spend the money. This was fun. Yeah. This you got your entertainment value. Well, the pride you got your back. dollars worth. The pride of the Jaguars, no pun intended. Mm-hmm. The pride is back in the team. Yes, it was. The, it, had, it had been. It had been a while since people could feel prideful about the yes. team and what they were doing. Yes, and for it, a lot and of it, reasons. And and the long term, I mean, brings a city together again. Trevor, having been in Kansas City and seeing how Mahomes is revered out there and what he means to a, a town, and we talked a little bit about this with Murphy yesterday. To to. He is. Uh, there were fifteen thousand Murphy or Murphy uh, Mahomes jerseys in Kansas City at Arrowhead on last Saturday, and and he is a legend out there because Kansas City Chiefs are a franchise that won the Super Bowl when it the Super Bowl was four years old. Yeah, fourth one. The fourth they beat the one. Vikings. Yeah, sixty nine. Right. And then didn't do anything. Forever. Anything. For- 30, 40 years. Lost playoff games at home year in and year out if they made the playoffs. And, well, that, that's an important distinction. Now, they were good. They never yeah. great. They were bad more than good. Correct. For most of that time. And so now to g- finally get their guy at quarterback and a guy who has embraced his city, which I think Trevor is yep. doing as well, by going to the Waffle House. And, you know, as time goes by here, I think he'll be more and more – he's one of us. He's He is laid back. He yeah. is – he is – he is like, like a beach kid, yeah. right? I mean, that's what you'd think of when you see Peterson track. said something in the start of the year uh, when he talked about what the team needed. Mm-hmm. And after going through this, this season and seeing what happened with the city and seeing how the place lit up, I think it pertains to the fans as well. And he talked about healing. Mm-hmm. Our fans needed a lot of healing as yeah, well. I'll give you another point. one. I'll give you one that I disagree with kind of in premise, but as we look back is, is 
is a solid argument, and that is learning to win. I think that also applies to the oh, yeah. fans. By the time we got to those last two games, there weren't 30,000 of the other team. It matters. Yeah. It matters if you're in your seat when they kick off, not milling about you know, 20 minutes into the game. So I, I think just the overall brand, um, at least reacquainting yourself with winning as yeah. much as, as learning to win. And so, so healthy now, top to bottom. You know, hopefully a, a smooth ride into getting a brand new, beautiful stadium that we can all love and enjoy. You know, get some more development down around there. The the it's just a lot of excitement. All right, that'll do it for Cat Chat. But I have a now look. Somebody put this on the text line. Most of the time, you know, you take it with a grain of salt. I'm gonna run something by you guys. All right, this would be separate. Uh, unfortunately, Dan would have to would have to double plunge in this scenario. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> But from the text line, if folks pledge $25,000 for the J Fund, how about all four of you guys polar plunge? Yeah, deal. Set it up. You Done. Could, yeah. You know, <laughs> seriously. Kelly, if you're listening, if you can do so, I don't know. You know, set it up. It has to be outside of the J Fund Radiothon. Yeah. Right? We're not taking no. away from that or no. raising. No. But if you guys want to right now and, the, and just. Raise 25 grand. Do you yeah. want to, you okay. guys want to raise 25 grand when you get to that number between now and, you know, the summer? Because, like I said, I don't want to butt it up against the J Fund no. giving. Yeah. Sign me up. Yeah, I'll yeah. do it. I'll do it. 25 grand for those kids. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Pledge away. Pledge they, away. You're we, saying they have how long to do it? By, by the Super if, Bowl if, Thursday? If they set, if the J Fund wants to go to the. Oh, yeah. To set something up and have a separate page, you know. Okay. Even on their website, click here if you want to donate to put these boys in the polar plunge. Yeah, I don't know how to make it happen, but I'm in. If it gets twenty, I don't either. I don't, and and don't pretend to. But if that is a serious offer, and we can somehow, you know, help children with cancer for a total of twenty five grand, yeah, sign us up. Kidding me? Anyway. Done. Easy. All right, um, All right, boys. Two weeks away from Hicks Polar Plunge. That's right. Another Friday five pack in the books. We can only hope for better hey, real results quick. next year. I'd like to put this dude in, on the on the. You had to spin one time, didn't you? What did you lose when you did spin? Was that a five? No, I didn't have to. He hasn't spun. I haven't spun. He hasn't spun here. I haven't spun, no. No, I've only done those two. Nice. Hey, real quick, uh, Shark Coatings out there. We talk about jobs. Jobs at Mm sharkfloorcoatings.com. We're looking for sales, man. Production's catching up. Now we got to get the uh, the sales up ahead of them. So jobs at sharkfloorcoatings.com. If you are the best of the best at in-home sales, give us a shout. It's the Custom Tree Surgeons Thursday, hour number four, next on 1010XL. Oh, we're back. Too soon. Still too painful. ESPN's previewing the AFC Championship game, and they're talking about Patrick Mahomes with his injury, having to get the ball out quicker, and they're just showing a uh, yeah, they're just showing a loop here. At any point Saturday, did we consider getting up and pressing the receivers, or were we content just to let them throw those little bubble screen swing passes all day long? Because it now, granted, when you're cutting a highlight, you're cutting you know you're finding however far apart their space, but boy, they just showed six or seven where. Mahomes just took one step back, threw it to a guy, and he went seven, eight yards. Uh, Mahomes, if you, listen, uh, one one of the great times to have Doc Kevin Murphy on was earlier today because he kept it real on the Mahomes injury. Uh, while it looked like the kind of injury that would lead to a high ankle sprain, and I think I even saw it reported or suggested that he had a high ankle sprain, Doc said no, he just sprained it like opposite of how we most normally sprain it, which is actually good news. When most of us roll our ankles, and I'm sure there are Hundreds of you out there that know what that feels like. You roll the outside, right? You turn, you fall, you put all the weight, you you feel that crunching, the extension of, of the ligaments, the tears, the strains, the swelling, and it becomes unstable. There's an instability that comes along when you roll it that way. When you, when you 
roll it to the inside rather than, you know, turn it on the outside like happens 95% of the time. It's very painful. It's a unique kind of pain, but there are no stability issues. So I would assume that Patrick Mahomes would be, you know, okay to play. And Doc telling us that makes you, I think, a little bit more, um, you know, it makes you a little more confident that the Chiefs will be more the Chiefs you would expect them to be. Uh, Hick, I did see this. This is like the most wide-open Super Bowl race in a long time. There's no outlier. All four of these teams have been given about the same odds. Yes. In fact, the Eagles are the favorite. They're two and a half to one. To win or to get to the bowl? To win. To win the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's okay. the lowest of any Super Bowl favorite, the longest. In other words, that's not, you don't get paid anything for that since at least 1980. Wow. Or I should say the longest. Usually you're a more of a you have more of a favorite right now. I mean, San Francisco has a great opportunity to beat Philadelphia. I think so. That should be. I mean, there's no there's no like. I do think the Eagles are better. You do? Yeah, I do. And they're at home. It's a tough place. Yeah. There's a coaching advantage. Sirianni is kind of in this at this st- stage for the first time. The Eagles did go to the playoffs last year, didn't they? Lost they lost round one, didn't they? Like he's been both years, hasn't he? Has he? Did they lose to the Bucks? Yeah, didn't they? Or no, that didn't they have a home game? They they they. they I want to say they made the playoffs and lost, but it could have been the year before. No, the year before. Yeah, they lost to the Bucks. Yeah, yeah. So you know, this is a new s- stage for them. It's not for Kyle Shanahan, who's been to the Super Bowl, who's in the NFC Championship. You forget, you know, the, the Niners were in the NFC Championship game last year. The Niners beat the. Packers on the road, they beat the Cowboys on the road, and then they lost to the Rams. But they were in the NFC Championship game just a year ago. So, they're, this is a familiar spot. Yeah. This is their third NFC Championship game in the last five years. And they, one of them, they won and went to the Super Bowl. The Niners. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's an advantage for them. I Here's what I would do. If we were still doing the Friday five-pack, I don't know what the number is. I'd load the under in that game. That one feels yeah. 17-13 to me. Yeah. Right? These are two teams that get after the quarterback. I would think that... You know, I did notice that the Cowboys are the best pass rushing team that that Brock Purdy has played. Shanny's six and two in the postseason, yeah. which is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, they missed the playoffs their first two years, then they went to the Super Bowl, then they missed the playoffs again, then they went to the NFC title game, then they now this year they're in the NFC title game again. More on the Dailies double take as far as the Super Bowl odds and the double take is brought to you by the Dailies Dash. Ooh, we took our uh, sandwiches yesterday. We put them down quick. It's man, deli style quality. This ain't gas station food. Et, tell them about that BLT. You man, I everything. bust that BLT down so quick, man. <laughs> yeah, did. this ain't gas station food for we, real. Yeah, this ought, is gourmet. <laughs> we ought to call it the 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 BLET. Maybe they should rename that thing. We might have something there. Right. As of yesterday evening, the Eagles are plus two fifty. That's two and a half to one. If you bet hundred, you only get two hundred fifty bucks. The Bengals are plus 260. The Chiefs are plus 290, and the 49ers plus 330. Chiefs seem like a good bet there. And according to the research, the Eagles plus 250 odds, the longest by any Super Bowl favorite entering a conference championship weekend since at least 1980. What that means is there's usually somebody that it's a negative bet. Mm -hmm. Like somebody right now, if you looked last year at this time, you would have found a prohibited favorite. They would have been even money or minus 110 or, you know, something like that. It'll be uh, two great games, two good, two yeah. good teams, and and now we need great games. We didn't have great games last weekend. The Jags game was the best game. Yeah, I have this question for you. I asked this earlier. Remember, we had the little conversation when Trevor's arrival was really kind of apparent and legit, maybe six weeks ago, mm-hmm. and we said, I think we're already to a point. There may only be three or four quarterbacks in the league you would trade for Trevor Lawrence, right? Like if you're the Jags, right? You trade for Mahomes. At the time, I think we said Mahomes, Burrow, 
uh, Allen and, and Herbert. And maybe Herbert. And yeah. maybe Jalen Hurts even, I think, came into at least mm-hmm. the conversation. Mm-hmm. I don't think we'd do that. I think that list has been paired now through the postseason. I'm not sure I would now trade Trevor Lawrence for Josh Allen. Would you? I saw something. I was going to mention this in the last segment with Kat. I saw something that I really liked, and it was uh, just a – one of them was my – I think Zay Jones was mic'd up. And Trevor was standing there um, on the sidelines when the realization that they were going to lose had come into play, and he was very sullen. And Zay put his arm around him and said, bro, you know, we did everything we could. It ain't over. You know, it's, it's yeah. positive things. Trevor – he didn't take that. It, it hurt him, man. Yeah. I mean, that lost. I mean, he, I, I, this kid is, is, is special. He's got his life prioritized and, and we all jumped his on talents, that. His, that SI undeniable. article made us all wonder, well, no. and, and, and that's great that he has a, a personal relationship with God. I think it's awesome. That was, part, you know, that I have my kind of, he had my priorities in order. But he deeply cares about football. He admitted, Dan. They, I, I watched the, and he works his tail off. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm all on board with you about char, char, yeah. Chargers week. Yeah. Before I went downtown for the game, I watched uh, the the ESPN mm-hmm. game day show or whatever it is. You mm-hmm. know, noon that day, mm-hmm. and they did a sit down interview. I think it was Jeff Darlington did a sit down interview with Trevor Lawrence, mm-hmm. and he referenced that. He referenced you know a little bit of. You know, eyebrow raising when you said football isn't the be all end all, and, right? And yet here we are, and I kind of now sense like you got a chip on your shoulder. And he said, "Yeah, I do. I was wrong on that. I, he did. He has a chip on his shoulder. You know, because the the notion of that was I don't care what people said about say about me. I'm above the noise. I'll keep football in perspective. Mm-hmm. Well, he did hear what people were saying about him and yeah. what about his team, and he did take it to heart, and it did bother him. And I think in in the overall scheme, that's a good thing. Yeah, and if you use that for motivation, and now again, um, I will say this as to the Josh Allen, Trevor Lawrence comparison: mm-hmm. if after three more postseasons, will you be disappointed if the Jaguars haven't made it to a Super Bowl? Yes. Three more years, right? Because yes. yeah. that's where Josh Allen is now. Yeah, I know. It's his fourth year of being a dominant quarterback, and yeah. they have one AFC title game, I believe, to show for it. That's it. Yeah, because they lost. That was a divisional game with the Chiefs. Yeah, last right. Year. It felt felt like a, a title game. It almost should have been, but it wasn't. You know, so, yeah, and he's been, he's a terrific football I, I, 100%. I mean, they just. This is and, more. And, and you know what I like about him is that how he's improved every, you know, he's improved. This, this is, is lifting up Trevor. This is Five years for guy. him now. Yeah. Five this, years. Not drag. And, and no, here's another thing with Trevor, Dan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Asked to see his ID and the kid's 23. Yeah. That matters. Yeah. It matters if you're. If your peers are 26, because guess what? When you're 30, they're 33. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what the thing about Josh Allen, the uh, thing that I like. We've done this before. When Blake threw those, all those touchdowns that one year, it was like 35. And you wondered, is it? Legit? You go back and look at the history of the NFL, guys. You've done 35 is a ton. That's true. And Josh Allen's done three years in a row, 37, yeah. 36, 35. Yeah. No, he's a, an excellent player. I'm just saying, I think Trevor has lifted himself even more based kind of on what the postseason has offered us this year, and that could be dangerous. Yes. I, like, I expect – I don't know what was out of, you know, whack with the Bills. It just didn't – it's just something wrong or something off. Yeah, it did. Well, there was Buffalo a lot. Tom wants new coordinators on both sides of the ball. That's kind of where you There was a first. lot going on. I well, mean, that's true. Gotta, that's true. Gotta, I know. I mean, but it's just a year-long thing that, gets, you know, that goes past Von Miller injury and past, yeah. you know, the DeMar Ham- Hamlin situation. They got a powder keg with that Stefan Diggs. It can go sideways quick with these these diva receivers. 
Yeah. yeah. I don't know what his relationship is with Josh Allen, but he was very demonstrative from early on. I caught it out, like, at the corner of it. They never shined it and replayed it. I caught in the corner of the picture after an incompletion, Stephon Diggs, you know, yeah, flailing his arms around and scowling. I'm giving Diggs the benefit yeah, of the doubt. Yeah, me too. He's a great player. He's a great player. But Top 25 single-season passing touchdown seasons. All-time 25 goes down to 39. So, you're you throw in the 30s. That's pretty impressive. Manning did 55. Brady and Mahomes did 50. Manning did 49. Marino and Rodgers did 48. Breeze did 46. Rodgers did 45. Marino did 44. Breeze and Brady did 43. Warner, Stafford, Stafford, and Mahomes all did 41. Mahomes did 41 this year. Luck did 40. Rodgers did 40. Brady did 40. Wilson did 40. Favre did, and all of these guys did 39. Favre, Culpepper, Brady, Rodgers, Breeze, Manning, Luck. So. Hey, I, I Luck, don't... leave a lady. Sorry. Are you with me on this one? Yeah, I am. I'm with you. Well, from this, I'm getting less and less impressed by these just huge, audacious numbers that we see in sports. They seem like they happen all the time. I mean, they just this. Yeah, it's like Dame had sixty last night. I mean, there was a time in sports that an NBA player went 60. for sixty. That's big. Well, I have a Shazam spotlight to go along with that. Brought to you by ShazamAuto.com, the Murray Ford Superstores. Uh, pay them a visit. Stark and Kingsland. Take that short drive. Save mm-hmm. these big city prices. And they'll deal anything, any trades um, that you want to throw their way. They'll listen. And great customer service. Okay. Damian Lillard with 60 last night in a win. He was the most effective 60-point game ever. His true shooting percentage, Dan, 90%. What that means is when you factor in threes. In other words, if I take five threes and score 15 points, mm-hmm. You know, I'm better than a 100% shooter because I just got 15 points out of five shots. The most I should get is 10. That's how true shooting, yeah, that's how true shooting percentage works. But believe it or not, Damian Lillard hit 60 points last night. This surprised me. For the fourth time in his career. Wow. Um, Kobe Bryant did it six times. Michael Jordan did it five times. Elgin Baylor did it four times, James Harden four times, and Damian Lillard four times. Pretty good. Well, I left out the leader. Take Kobe six, Michaels five, Elgin, James, Wilt. and Lillard's four. Add them all together, and you'll get, you know, about two-thirds of the way to Wilt Chamberlain's 32 times. Yeah, he's a stud. But Lillard three times has had five rebounds and five assists. Nobody else has had 65 and five more than once. He's a terrific player stuck in the Pacific Northwest. On a team, on a franchise that's just okay, and a team that's not great. I have a question for you. Is this a truth hat again, or I no. can just wing it? You can wing it. There's 25. The 25. Uh, someone judged the best 25 transfer portals in the SEC. 25 most impactful. Like already happened or happening right have now? Have happened. You know, the, the, the like smoke is cleared. The, no, this okay. year right, or right. this year coming up. Okay. How many do you think? Florida had nine kids they got in the portal, I believe. Is the nine problem. on the list? No, they had oh, nine oh, kids. Oh. How many do you think Florida has in the top 25? Well, they definitely, Osiris Torrance has to be in the top 25 or the list doesn't count. He was last year. I thought you were talking about last year. Going into this okay, season. all right. Settle down. Well, it's frustrating. It's all, you're not listening. Snippety. Over. I just He's did not whole, listening. Either. I just did a whole segment that he couldn't tell you three things that I said. Dame Lillard, that. 60 points. Yeah. Three times. Will Chamberlain, right, 32. Go. I think if we go back, and I can't say this for sure because I'm not the best at this, that you intimated that we were talking about last year, but I don't want to argue that point. All right, here we go. I would say zero. Zero? Yeah. 
Of the top 25? Top 25 in the conference. Yeah. We had nine kids. You say zero. I say zero for sure. Let's look. Yeah, I would say zero for sure. There and is, again, this is one man's opinion. They didn't bring in anyone that is of any significance. Okay. They brought in an old lineman from, what, Baylor? 25, uh, edge rusher who's going to Vanderbilt. He was their loan transfer signee. Well, I don't know how you beat out Vanderbilt for a product. 24 so is a D lineman at LSU. Mm-hmm. 23 is a D lineman from Arkansas. 22 is a corner to A&M who left UNC. 21 is Spencer Sanders going to Ole Miss. Ole Miss got two of the quarterbacks. Yeah, they did. Uh, 20 is Deuce Chestnut, a corner to LSU again. Uh, offensive lineman Gunnar Britton to Auburn. Running back. I, one thing I noticed is these are all opponents of Florida. Or a Running lot back, of them. Uh, number 18 is uh, uh, going to Auburn from USF. Uh, number 17 is offensive lineman going to Auburn. Number 16 is a corner going to LSU. Number 15 is a corner going to A&M. Number 14 is Ra Ra Thomas, who probably is not as impactful anymore since he was just arrested. Where'd he go? Oh, that's the... Uh, Ra Ra Thomas is a wide receiver from Georgia. Yeah, Georgia, right. Number 13 is a wide receiver who went to Missouri, but he was uh, at Oklahoma. <sighs> we frozen. Yeah. Oh, well, I let me... If they don't have a 25, they definitely don't have a 10. I can't name, like, I can't give you the player's birth name of anyone we've signed. I can give you generic positions and where they came from. A linebacker from Ohio State, a running back from Tulane. It was an awful job in the portal. Graham Mertz ain't popping up top 10, Hick. Mm. I'd say that we failed to get a top 10 quarterback. Well, of all the quarterbacks that moved. Look, you trust him, Billy. I, he is building the line with a with a, with a a with a plan. He wants big guys. That's obvious. Uh, number 12 is a tight end to Alabama. Number 11 is a corner to Kentucky. Number 10 is a linebacker to LSU. Number 9 is a D-lineman to Auburn. Apparently done a nice job. Number 8 is a tight end to South Carolina. Number 7 is a quarterback to Florida, Graham Mertz. Graham Mertz, seven most, seventh most impactful, maybe because he's going to get the job. Oh, number 7. Okay, yeah. well, I'll take it back then on Mertz. That surprises me. Yeah. Uh, but, but my question is, if Mertz had gone to Ole Miss and Sanders had come to Florida, is he seventh? Like, is this a value of how good they are, the impact they'll make where they're going, right? That can be a little bit of a difference. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't you rather have Spencer Sanders than Graham Mertz? I would think so. Yeah. Number six is Dante Thornton, a wide receiver to Tennessee. Number five is Denver Harris, a corner to LSU. Number four is Avery Jones, a defensive tackle to Auburn. Number three is Monty Montgomery, a linebacker to Ole Miss. Number two is Devin Leary, the quarterback to Kentucky. And the number one impactful uh, transfer portal of all the teams that need them desperately. Georgia, Dominic Lovett, who I believe left Mizzou, um, where he had 56 for 846. I'll tell you what's amazing about that. Yeah. And again, this is different from a power ranking, so maybe it's not as amazing. as. But you just gave me 25 guys. Mm -hmm. You don't know. No, forget I don't, I know some of them, but yeah. I for, but I think I know them because I remember them signing. I'm not saying I had them, you know, in the sites before they transferred. But every single team just about is an SEC team. It's clear where players want to play. Well, no, these were SEC. They went from SEC to SEC? No. Oh, 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 oh. This was Did the you top say that, 20, Yes, top 25 in the Southeastern okay. Conference. <laughs> Ooh, that's even worse. <laughs> that would have changed my overall. I would have at least contemplated a little bit on yes. on the uh, Florida. For, I mean, oh. obviously, Florida State led the way with. Yeah, I was going to say no, yeah. no FSU. Yeah, yeah they're correct. Yeah. 
But anyway, I just thought that's Well, we're not doing worth a flip then when it comes to acquiring talent. Well, it's not good. I mean, yeah. I mean, and again, I now I'll say this about Napes. He's doing it his way. Okay. So I hope his way is the right way. And he's got it after a year of experience. We want to see better what well, you'll want to see if you're Florida because it's not going to be rosy. It's not going to be nine wins. It's not going to be ten wins. But you'll want to see better coaching, better use of time management, better, uh, you know, and you can't, <laughs> just can't lose to Vandy say also uh, is there a I mean is there a ceiling maybe higher than we you know initially see with with Graham Mertz he wasn't five was he not a five-star oh he's big time big time recruit he's only he a had the same numbers yeah, last year as but, AR yeah game. but but I would say this he did I mean look and well he didn't throw they well, were, well the, you know I was about to say that but now really in all honesty Florida plays a lot more like Wisconsin than they do well, they a do. throwing team so yeah but I was going to say getting into warmer weather and a better he's got to have better athletes at receiver I don't know who Wisconsin has. Florida's were bad, and no one better. They say that Eugene Wilson kid is the deal. Yeah, I mean, if you get a guy who has well, a freshman be. goes fourteen hundred yards, those guys come along. Well, he's going to need. Him. I'm not predicting it. I'm saying these are the things you need to happen for Florida to be worth a flip in year two. I mean, we go a lot by uh, you know the guy who watched Wisconsin every week, our friend Andy King, who chuckles at Graham Mertz. So he put him in the Hall of Fame after his debut. Just for the I understand record. that, but then after four three years, yeah. Or four I, years, he wasn't as... He completed 57% of his passes last year, 19 touchdowns, 10 picks. I, again. Oh, he's from Overland Park, Kansas, where I was. Good omen, bad omen. Hopefully good. Maybe a good omen. Could be a better omen if he'd have like, done some research while you were there. Two great Gators uh, in Overland Park, Kansas in the back. last year. Let, let's come back. and uh, <laughs> You want a New York City headline today? And finish yes, with a flourish? I do. New York City headlines when we return on a custom tree surgeon's Thursday. All right, I'm uh, taking your list a little bit further. Looking at the transfer portal rankings, I have I have in front of me the top fifty. By the way, I have multiple offers on Twitter of guys who will take my place in the yeah for cash for money. Yeah, that's the integrity <laughs> of the game. Can't do it. I have a question. So I have the top fifty in front of me. Um, Illinois would be number fifty. LSU would be number one in the transfer portal rankings. The signing classes. FSU, by the way, number two, mm-hmm. seven four star. Mm-hmm. Um, a transfer. So I have a simple question. Mm-hmm. Uh, ranked from one to fifty, mm-hmm. is the University of Florida in the top fifty? In the top fifty. The transfer portal rankings from uh, one to fifty. One being LSU, two being FSU, three being Auburn, uh, and fifty being Illinois. Uh, by the way, Georgia's thirty fourth, but they've gotten high, you know, high level players. But anyway, is Florida in the top fifty? Yay or nay? Uh, yes. Okay. Where would you uh, guess that they would be in the top? They're they, low. They are in the top fifty. Yeah. You are correct. They're low. So they're not. They're 40-ish. not. Yeah, they're not. Uh, Georgia got those two receivers. I don't know if they judge. Um, I'm going to say they're 38. Sheer volume, I guess, has Florida 24th in the okay. transfer portal rankings. Right. They have 10 commitments, but of the 10, only six are are four or three stars. Yeah. They've got three four stars and three three stars. Yeah. And so that's 24th overall, um, which is right around Miami, yeah. uh, who's 22nd, Louisville. Yeah. If you look at the individual players, um, it's it's an even, uh, you, could, you could say it's an even sadder situation. I they, mean, Graham Mertz to me. Mertz okay. is not in the top 50 of yeah, individuals. Look, Graham Mertz to me, and again, no disrespect, which is disrespectful. It's, it's, it's. Appleby. What was his name? Yeah. yeah. Austin Appleby. Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah. From Purdue. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's now fair. coaching, by the way. Huh? 
now coaching in college. Oh, good. I hope he does that better. But yeah, that's who. That's that's what I'm thinking. We got Florida's highest transfer, and again, FSU dots this list, man. I mean, they 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 got the number, you know, one and three and eight. They got like four of the top ten uh, transfer portal guys. The highest uh, Florida transfer portal dude is is the tackle, Keonta Goodwin. He's the one. Which one is he? Keonta Goodwin is Kentucky. Yesterday, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what I thought. He's their best at number 39 overall. Okay. Uh, Then you continue down through the remainder of the top. We're going past the top 50. I'm down to now 62. I've had seven or eight Knowles. I still only have the one Gator. Uh, We're continuing to scroll down. I see all kinds of common opponents and popular teams. They're all over the board. We still have only one Gator through 95. Florida and Billy Napier went out and did a hell of a job on the transfer portal trail, and they got one of the top 100. Well played, Napes. Mm. Well played. Crank it up, New York City headlines! All right, these are actual headlines from the New York City periodicals. Too bizarre to be untrue, so sit back and enjoy. Brought to you by Pet Paradise. Go to PetParadise.com and find out about wacky camp days and learn where your best friend needs to be whenever you have the need for pet services, the official pet service provider of the Jacksonville Jack. A real-life avatar blue people existed thanks to years of inbreeding. Yeah, I don't believe people have ever been blue in the blue history people. of humanity. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the blue. I did see the blue man group very overrated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, meet Asia's richest man accused by Hindenburg of largest con in corporate history. Yeah, um, you know, I guess. Are you really rich if you're conning? I don't know if you should. I don't know how to do that. Yeah, you're still rich. You're still rich, even if it's a con. It's not your rich. Okay, all right. Or I'll kill the bee. Mom gets kidnapped in $1,000 ransom scam. I mean, is it not enough hardship? you got to start throwing curse words. I mean, you've kidnapped the lady. You've got to ransom the man. Can we just call her lady? Hawk's talons <laughs> pin woman's hand to the ground. Yeah, I never believe the today's day and age of Photoshop. Like, forever we had that mm-hmm. video of the eagle swoop down and grab the baby out of the carriage. You ever yeah. see that video? Yeah. Uh-huh. Fake. Totally fake. Not a real video. I haven't seen a bald eagle in a while. We used to see those around Jacksonville a lot more. What's Police going on? dog retiring after arresting 166 suspects across 10 I years. Re- I mean, unless it's a cartoon, dogs don't actually arrest people. Oh, all right. Okay. That's a bad dog. I mean, that's, yeah, that's it. That's Luke different. Bryan apologizes for absurd rant about Dustin Lynch. It was sarcasm. I don't know who Dustin Lynch is, but uh-huh, I, uh-huh. I do know this. I, I, I go through these periods of music. I've been listening to more country lately, and I've determined Luke Bryan is a great star. I don't mean to offend anyone. I don't like his voice. He's not one of my favorites. Oh. I don't like, like his, his range as much as some of the others. Uh, picks don't lie. Shakira's soccer star ex goes Instagram official with new girlfriend. I tell you what, man, these international soccer players. You dump Shakira, man. You must be. They pull some serious. The, so- mm. the soccer players do for sure. Females. Yeah, I, they do. I, I hesitate mean. to read this one, but I shall. Oh, God. Sorry, Pet Paradise. No, Giselle Boonchin and trainer Joaquin Valente ride horses during getaway. I ain't all they're uh. riding. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, she started riding that horse well, well before the divorce with Tom. I promise uh-huh. you that. Cyber Frankenstein, how Tag a 45-year-old tech mogul spends $2 million per year to get 18-year-old body. What's wrong with people, man? Can people just enjoy the circle of life, every angle of it, and just stop it? 18-year-old for life. 
Family. T- uh, no, I'm not gonna. <laughs> uh, hold on. How about new? No. Skip that one. <laughs> Fido, ex New York City teacher, sitting on fortune, earning 120k as a dog walker. Sign me up. 190 grand and walk the dogs. Meanwhile, I got the poor dog with 100 arrests. He don't get anything but a milk bone. <laughs> he got a milk bone. Sideline: How a photo shoot sabotaged Lisa Guerrero's Monday Night Football career. Well, they, she's the one that said she had a miscarriage while she was on the air during Monday Night Football. Yeah. Wasn't she married to someone famous, like a baseball pitcher or something? Yes. Here's what Kylie Jenner thinks about TikTokers making fun of her son's name. You know what? Here's what I care about, what Kylie Jenner cares about. You may now kiss the cuz, royal first cousins Mary, and lavish week-long wedding. <laughs> and we've wondered all this time about the teeth. You can kiss the cuz. Yeah, yeah. Kiss the cuz, man. The whole teeth thing now explained when it comes to the Make United the turn Kingdom. for home next. Now, the two-minute drill. Brought to you by Tire Outlet. Keeping 1010XL on track with wholesale prices and premium service. Tire Outlet, Jacksonville's largest locally owned automotive repair shop. All right, uh, before we introduce you to Jaguars today, we went down this portal portal. So I will say this, too, as far as Florida. Mm-hmm. In only one of the top 50 coming in the transfer portal. It, you know, it's kind of a balance. You know, a lot was made of the players Florida lost. And, oh, they lost both your linemen to USC and this and that and the other. Zero Florida players register as top 100 transfer additions for wherever they went. So, you know, maybe, I mean, if you look at it like that, it's a net positive for for Billy Napier getting a tackle who's number 39 and losing two who are numbers whoever, whatever. So, mm-hmm. anyway. Hello, Tone. Good morning. I'm looking. I voted already. I was the second nice. to vote. He likes to vote. Ticks me off a little bit. I like to be first, though. If I'm not first, I'd rather not vote. Uh-huh. Some days are you Today actually the second. first one? Always. Oh. Almost always. Oh, do you just, you're posting like literally right now? He's yeah, on to something? They post I mean, it and I vote. Ago, yeah, yeah. yeah. It pops up and I vote. Good for yeah. you. Um, but it's a good. I like the question. To our show would be nice. <laughs> I like the question. The most dramatic moment of the season for the 2022 Jazz. That's a good one because yeah. you want to answer four something. good choices. Yeah, yeah. And and by the way, you can make an argument for each one because the one that's not going to get many votes is a two point play against yeah. Baltimore. But that was huge. It was massive. Huge. It was such a good play. Yeah, yeah we were talking about it before the show. Yeah. I saw you know Doug on All, All Access yesterday, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. And he was asked to pick a play. Okay. Defense, special teams, and offense. Okay. Like what your he favorite pick? play of the year? And so he picked the Rayshon Jenkins pick six sure. on defense. He picked the the Patterson field goal to beat the Chargers, and then mm-hmm. he picked as his favorite play call of the year uh-huh. the two point play against wow. Baltimore yeah. offensively. Because I, the guys came to the sideline and basically said, we're going. Yeah. Right? And he was like, he l- just loved the moment and that they executed And we got lucky considering, I think, was it the 11 that he had? That they held on to that one. So, that was good. Yeah. Made it. Made that. Yeah. Made that. <laughs> finish. And I also see D-Rock here. So, you've got that. And we to got D-Rock. Yep. So, that's what are, What is your? What would you say? The one, what's the, what are the choices? Oh, you can, go are ahead. Are we allowed to? against no? Baltimore. Okay. The walk-off pick six yeah. against Dallas. The sack fumble touchdown against Tennessee. And the Patterson field goal to beat the Chargers. Boy, that it, it, how fortunate are we to have four that good to choose from? Yeah, and I was I telling really, D-Rock, like when we were coming up with the poll, I was like, and Christian Kirk was a yard away from another one against the Giants. I mean, a yard yeah. from them winning that game. Yeah. And that fashion that. where they get the ball with 40 seconds. I, for me, score. and again, there's no wrong answer here. For me, it's, it's, it's the Titans. I think that's the most sure. dramatic. Your whole... You're done, right? You're on death's door here, and you make that 250 play. left in the game when it happened. Right, it's yeah. the very end. I, 
And the cow, but to the point, those are all very dramatic. That's, that'll be an interesting vote. We'll see how that turns out. E, Jack. because he, uh, thank you, Tony. Look forward to Mike and Tony. Before we go, E, uh, because he has a guy, has <laughs> chronicled some of his uh, visit to my classroom, and I've retweeted it. So you can oh, check it out. E has also cool. tweeted it. So, nice. Again, we all I wanted it. was the boombox and the champ is here, and I didn't get that. Yeah, so I might yeah. have to send him back for mm-hmm. a second appearance later. That might happen. Listen, it might happen. Yeah. We got a long way to go here in this semester. So, okay, well, good. Uh, but he did a terrific job. To all and, you yeah. parents out there, you you gave your kids to these dudes for an hour yesterday. I just, yes. They took care of them. Bless I just, just sit there and I marvel and I'm so jealous that uh, he has a guy. He does have a guy. Him. He's got a... Everywhere, every time I see him socially, he and has a guy. The guy's just shooting I video. I have no guy. And, I should have a guy. Hmm. I should have a posse. Maybe. You should, man. Right? right. He, should I? You should. All right. Tony, have a great show. You know Mike, what? Tony, Hick, and D-Rock pay coming it, up. Paying the right contraband, maybe you will. I guess so. All right, that's going to do it to it for uh, our Wednesday, our Thursday edition. Almost shorted us today. There's been a custom tree search since Thursday. Enjoy Jaguars today. Oh, no. Be careful. Be careful. <laughs> that's going to do it for the drill.